Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 147 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess I'm sorry. (laughs) And no longer... I've been officially kicked off. The other day we were recording a Felix Files and my name wasn't even on it. And now Katie's just like, and Katie. So here we are. I'm sorry. Tell us please, Tiffany, who this episode is sponsored by. Oh my gosh. What an episode to sponsor. So this episode is sponsored by Allison Catalias. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Also, everybody, take a shot for every time we said sponsored. 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 Just kidding. Don't do that. Unless you're over 21 or 21. 21 and over. (laughs) Say 21 again. 21. Okay. So today we will be discussing the second half of chapter 16 of Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix in the Hog's Head. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to get together and dive your way into the details. We haven't dived or dove in a long time. Well, I decided to bring it back because it's a special occasion. But we have something to talk about. Yeah. With Megan. I'm here. So um, a lot. I'm here. So is Sarah. No, legit. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on ask. This is serious, though. So, as you guys, I am positive are aware, a lot has been happening in America the past few weeks by the time this comes out, because I am positive it's not going to be over by the time this episode's out. Mm-mm. There's been a lot um, of chatter about police brutality, more than chatter, protesting, massive gatherings. Um, for police brutality and racism in America specifically, but this does happen everywhere. Mm. So we wanted to just have a little discussion to let to remind everybody that our podcast and our community as a podcast is 100% a safe space for any race, gender, identity, anything. Um, you can always come to our group and discuss it you make sure if you are looking for some sort of support that you join our swisher support group on facebook people are awesome there um we really don't hold back in terms of like following the rules in that group it's Mm -hmm. like one strike and you're out so 
if you're looking for someplace for support that is a safe space for all, make sure that you join Swisher Support. They've been awesome the past week that this has been going on. We have been posting things on our Facebook or our Instagram story, and I plan to continue doing that. New resources that I come across, Netflix documentaries to watch, books to read, articles to read, ways that you can help even if you can't leave your house and join a protest because that's not everybody's thing and that's okay. If you can't join a protest and don't feel comfortable joining a protest, there are other ways to help and we want to make sure everybody knows that there are other ways to help. Yes. Um, I just want to say, cause I've seen a lot of people like sharing like good podcasts, but podcasts about race and the inequalities that really people of color have to face um, mm-hmm. and like different Netflix shows and books to read. But I also want to stress like support, like their small businesses, support creators, yes, support artists, absolutely. actors, um, directors, like movies that are made with people of color and, just all of those other things. Like I just bought some jewelry. Cause like, that's something I love. So like things I love that I want to support people in their small shops basically. So don't, don't yeah. forget that stuff, not just learning and educating yourself, but also just supporting them as well. Mm-hmm. Truth. And I, um, reached out to, um, a company called teachers pay teachers, which I know all, uh, probably all teachers know about, um, where they give out resources and made a suggestion that they put a banner on their main page of black creators and focus on their lessons. Because when I'm rolling into the school year in the fall, this is going to be a hot topic. Yeah. We need to change. And I the need history to be on lessons. Point. Yeah. We need to change the history yeah. lessons in classes. And because even let in me first tell grade. you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I, I watched, I recently watched 13th on Netflix, which is a fantastic sad eye-opening documentary that I highly recommend yes. everybody watch. Um, but it just kind of made me question everything I learned in grade school and high school in terms of like yeah. American Absolutely. history. Well, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like I always think of, and I know this is like a weird thing to think, but um, I love the the musical Wicked and the one show or, or the one song in it um, that the wizard is singing. He's like, it depends on like who you ask. Like, like one group of people might call this the liberator. The other one's going to call him yeah. like something else. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, just depending on who you ask is what you're going to get told this person is doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So you just have to educate yourself. And really like you are saying, like there's things that like people are now sharing things that happened, like with the Boston massacre. They're like, I reading it didn't realize. And I was like, Oh my God, like that sounded exactly right. like I thought they were talking about something that happened like this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And then it flipped at the end of like mm-hmm. them describing it. And, and she was like, like yeah. congratulations. If you're you on were the on the side of, the side of mm-hmm. yeah, if you were on King the side Henry. of the people, then it was the oppressor King Henry. Yeah. And then on top of that, people like describing the Boston tea party as mm-hmm. a riot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it totally was, they destroyed property and to get their point across this is absolutely and one of the most um I, some people want to say it's very un-american to do they don't, this is like the most this is the Ameri- most yeah, american yeah, thing, thing to do to do. stand yeah. up for the constitution and what you believe in as a person mm-hmm. like yeah. i mean the fact that and like just to go back to the the documentary 13th like to think that the and I just want to like put this out there like we are four white women who yeah. recognize our privilege and that is why Absolutely. I don't feel right creating like Black Lives Matter merchandise or something like that to like we don't want to take anything away from black creators correct yeah. I don't want to take any thunder or anything away from black creators because they're the ones that need to be in the forefront right now so like us just discussing it I think is plenty to let you guys know our thoughts on it to let you guys know where we stand on it like we are definitely on the side of Black Lives Matter um, 
we truly 100% believe that Black Lives Matter and we're going to do everything in our power to share as much as we can um, with all of our listeners and followers. Um, As you guys know, every month we make donations with our Patreon money. We do a dollar per patron and we were able to donate $583 in June to Black Visions Collective, which is a black trans and queer led social justice organization and legal fund based in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, So thank you to all of our patrons for allowing us to do that. At the end of the month, we're going to do our best to make a second donation to possibly the Cleveland chapter of NAACP or Black Lives Matter. We're not sure yet, but like mm-hmm. something more locally mm-hmm. based for Cleveland because Cleveland has a lot of its own issues with police brutality. Um, we're unfortunately the home to a couple of the shootings that people protest and it's not yeah. okay. So, um, so yeah, just... Just know that that's where we stand. We're going to do our best to make sure that we can help educate people as much as possible. I'm listening to um, my friends who are people of color who are helping direct me to like what I need to educate myself on and what I need Mm -hmm. to do and learn. And I highly recommend everybody else do the same. Reach out to those people. I'm not asking you to ask them to do the research for you because that's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yes. You need to do that yourself. However, it's always okay to ask them for direction. Um, say, can you point me to something that would help me understand or, um, just give you a better idea of how to learn and how to understand how racial oppression has been happening in America for hundreds of years. And you think that it ended with slavery, but it never ended. It just changed how it was done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just because slavery ended, what, 200 years ago, by no means did oppression end. Um, It just kind of has evolved over time. They, they, figured out how to make one thing go away. And then America came up with a new way to have oppression beyond the black community. And it has been a cycle over and over and over again. And it's just time for it to end. Um, and I know that this is turning into a Megan soapbox and I'm super emotional about it. And Preach like, it. I just, uh, I just want to make sure that like we do everything that we can for the black community. And we love you guys. We're with you guys. Um, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that your voices are heard. Yes. Um, I also want to, like, I know we talked about this with um, shops that are run by like people of the LGBT community. Tell us about people of color that have um, shops. Like I just, yes. I want to, in general, I want to start shopping less at like big name places. They don't need my money. Um, I'd rather spend my money with people that put love and care into what they do. Not saying that like target doesn't, but rather support but they're small also businesses. like a billion dollar corporation Correct. that doesn't need my five dollars for correct you know whatever so right. send us send us businesses um mm-hmm. and even if like or podcasts let yeah. us know podcasts that are you know black black led and um anything creative artists authors uh honestly anything because we would love to like make a list of People that we should go and support, because mm-hmm. I think that that is where our focus needs to be right now. I, you know, thinking back to the past couple of months and we've been going through this pandemic with COVID-19 and I've really been focusing on like shopping local and getting food from local places because I want mm-hmm. those places to survive this pandemic way more than Target or Walmart or, you know, chain restaurants or something mm-hmm. like that. And like this is the same thing. So it's just like we're 
we're going from one pandemic to the next and the first mm. one's not even over yet. So, um, well, and the second one, in all fairness, has always has been, been going <laughs> on. Yeah. For our entire lives, plus many years before that. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And also, if anybody is interested in like a kick butt statement from a company, go check out Ben and Jerry's Ooh, and support yes. the heck out of them, because yes. their statement was balls to the walls. Awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> their statement was so good. I was just so shocked to read a statement from a big company like that. That was like so. um, So like just powerful specific yeah very specific this is how you're gonna do it yeah yeah they were like yeah they were like mic drop worthy like that was fantastic i was like okay so i need some ice cream right (laughs) get netflix and chill it is the best (laughs) and they have a vegan version which is even better but i learned about quite a few local black owned restaurants in the area that i didn't know about Mm -hmm. over the past couple days which is awesome Mm -hmm. there's a vegan donut company in cleveland that i'm super excited to go and try i don't think that they're open yet right now because of the pandemic but as soon as they are open I am hitting them up. If anyone is in the Cleveland area, go to Zanzibar. Oh, it's oh. so good. I, I will say this. I'm not a, hopefully people don't give me hate for this, but I'm not a big cornbread fan. It's never been a I thing that I've cornbread. liked. Cornbread. Their cornbread, all their food in general. It, their cornbread delicious. is good. Their food is the only good. cornbread I've ever eaten that I'm like, I want more. It's <laughs> so good. My best friend had her, um, not her wedding shower. What do you, the rehearsal Perception. dinner. Oh, <laughs> Reception. It what was so heck? good, and like she always says, like if something's really good, she goes that tastes like some more, um, and that's exactly what we were like. This tastes like some more. Like at her, <laughs> you just want some more of it. Yeah, some yes. more. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, like you know, go ahead, Katie. Sorry. No, I just want to the like something I want to leave with the, leave with everyone. If you're not gonna fight, this should make you fight. I won't name names, but I have a friend who is a person of color, and today she texted me and said. I have friends like you guys screaming from the rooftops so I can take a break because I've been doing it my whole life. I feel so thankful that people who love me are fighting so I don't have to. Mm -hmm. So just think of like how long this has been going on. So it's just and this is coming from like a 30 year old woman. Imagine like her mother, her grandmother Mm -hmm. or, you know, grandfather, like whatever, like how they feel fighting this fight going on like. 100 plus years it's, it's just to, it's, it's time, time it's exhausting beyond time yeah yeah beyond time and um it's gonna be a long fight i just want to like this is my opinion it's gonna be a long fight and people need to not back down mm-hmm. yeah. we need to not let this fight dwindle because a lot of times things like this happen and there's protests and it feels fantastic for like a week or two and then it dwindles and the news changes the story and people stop focusing on it. And I just really want to encourage people to not back down on this because it is going to be a fight until at least November. And you know what I'm talking about there. And I need to let you guys know that it is important that everybody goes and registers to vote if you're an American citizen and you need to go and vote in November because nothing is going to change unless we vote. You have to vote. vote. And as much as you think your vote doesn't matter. And I know people are like, it does, it does, it it does. does. But like if thousands of people decide the exact same thing, the majority of people that are registered to vote that don't vote far outweighs the people that goes and actually votes. So go vote. It does make a difference. Go if vote. every person I knew that said that voting didn't matter went and voted, Ohio might be in a better position right now. And that's just one state. That is just one state. So if everybody 
actually goes and registers and you vote not just for president, for everything. Mm -hmm. Vote for senators, vote for representatives, vote for different laws and things that you are supposed to be passing in your locality. You have to be an educated voter when you go into the polls. Honestly, even if you take an hour to fill out your ballot and Google everything on the ballot before you fill it in. Are you allowed to do that? Oh yeah, I do it every I single time. I'm I will say this. As someone that has like crazy anxiety, I have real bad anxiety when it comes to voting because like I don't You don't want to do something wrong. Well like I don't want to do something wrong and I don't want people to like I want I don't I'm like the type of person I'm like how many people are gonna be there? I don't want to get in the wrong line. Yeah I don't want to do this. How am I supposed I know. to fill it out? And then, like, getting up there. Like, it's intimidating. The, it, like, I, there were so many more people on that list. And I was like, I don't I know. know. I know. Um, and so, like, each time I'm trying to educate myself more because it is so important. Because the people that you vote into office, they're trying to, they're supposed to represent you and what you want. So if you're voting in someone that you don't know anything about, you don't know if they truly represent you. Correct. Um also, like, find out who your local representatives are. If there's some an issue that you have and contact them, that's what they're there for. That's their job is to listen to what you guys yeah. want. Works better and than I will you say yeah. there is this awesome website and I'm going to pull it up right now before and we while she's go through doing this. that. If you are sitting here and if you are wondering, how is this Harry Potter related? I implore you to go and to read the series again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please. Because let me tell you, conversations we've had a couple of weeks ago on this podcast are extremely relevant to what's going on now. We may not have necessarily made those connections because this wasn't going on at the time, but it is so relevant and it is so talked about in the books, especially in five, Mm -hmm. especially in five. So there is this website that allows you to look up your locality and see what um, types of things that your police station has in um, like in effect or whatever. So there are like there are eight things that a police that a police office can do to make sure that it reduces police violence by 72 percent, 72 percent. That's huge. That's a huge, huge difference. So um, it's called eight, literally the number eight can't wait dot org. Um, again, don't spell out the word eight. It is eight. The number can't wait dot org. And you can go in there and you can put your zip code in and it will let you know what your police locality has in place in terms of these eight things that they suggest. And on top of that, they then give you social media um Instagram photos that you can post that are specific to your locality, which is awesome. So it'll tell you, like, for instance, I put in my zip code and got the Cleveland information. So I posted on our page the Cleveland information of what the Cleveland Police Department has in place. And we're missing two out of the eight. So we have six in place, but there are two that we could add. And those two account for 50% of the wow. decrease. Wow, that's huge. So, that's half, y'all. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it then if anybody does this and they feel intimidated to reach out to their lo- to their mayor, I have a template um, to email just so that you don't have to call because I know that that can be super anxiety inducing and I totally get it for people with anxiety. Dude, I don't even order food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I have a template for an email. You can simply Google your mayor's name and then their email and nine times out of 10, something on your local like city hall website will give you their email so that you can send them something. So um, if you are interested in emailing your your mayor, 
about this information. You can go on there. You can get the images. You could attach the images in the email so that they can see what they're missing. Encourage them to go to the website, 8cantwait.org. And I have a template. You can honestly just message me on the Petrus family, message Swish. I read all of the messages. Literally every single message that we get is read. I try my best to respond to all of them. But if you ask me for a template for that, I will provide it to you. You literally just have to swap out your mayor's name and your city locality and you hit send on an email. And it at least brings this to the forefront of your mayor's email inbox so that they can see, hey, maybe I should go to this website and see what we can do to be better, especially right now. And you could even utilize this letter as a template if you did want to call and leave them a message. Most of the time, you're not going to get through to your mayor. So don't like feel freaked out. If you call your mayor's office, you're you're not going to talk to your mayor. You're going to talk to their secretary. But you can utilize this template as a as a script, basically, and just swap out the information. And you just tell them, I'd like to leave a message for the mayor. Um And this is what the message is. And they write it down and then they pass it along. But it is honestly calling congressmen, senators, mayors, governors. It works. And if more people do it, then a lot um, then a lot of change can come from it. So, yeah, even if you message them on social media, it counts as a record. Mm -hmm. So even if you just want to send your city hall a Facebook message, they're going to get it to the right people because they have people where that's specifically their job. Um, But anyway, I highly recommend going to eight. Can't wait. Then you can see what things your city can do to be better. And it's super simple things that if the police did, it would reduce a ton of violence specifically against the black community. So, yeah. This has been an emotional journey the past couple of weeks. And thank you for listening to my massive rant. I appreciate it. It's not a rant. It's not a rant. It's important information. (laughs) Take this as an opportunity to educate yourself. We wouldn't be saying any of these things if we didn't firmly believe in them. And if they they were incorrect, I would never anybody pass incorrect information along ever. And if anybody is confused as to why this is going on, maybe you're from another country and you just like can't grasp what the U.S. is going through. Mm. If you want to message us, like I will do my best to explain it to you in the best way that I can. It might be a copy pasted response just because it's super emotional and emotionally draining to like constantly be talking about this. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely going to work on something that I can like send to people who are asking like, I don't get it what is going on. So if you have questions, reach out and I'll do my best to educate you the best that I can. But just keep in mind, again, we are four white women who understand our privilege and we just want to help the black community and we want their voices to be heard before ours. Mm -hmm. We just know that we have a platform that allows us to educate a certain amount of people. And we take that seriously. Absolutely. And show Um, our support. Like that's yes. Like Mm -hmm. that's a thousand percent. Like what we are here to support people of color and like people everywhere. You know what I mean? Like literally Sarah was saying before we started recording, we're for everyone. If you're a good human. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're a kind human being. And if you're a stinker, change it. (laughs) Gosh. Shall we end your um, weekly profit by saying black lives matter? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, do you want to look at me? Oh my God, I get to look I at you. I know, we're going to go up to you. I've never stared at her the whole time. I was a, a little scared, but excited. <laughs> daughter is not 
sleeping. <laughs> she doesn't go to sleep until 10 anymore. Let me tell you. She's Ooh. a wild night creature. That Alana. <laughs> all right. Recap. I don't know how I'm going to follow all that up, but all right, Harry Potter. So Hermione brings up again that Harry should probably teach them defense against the dark arts. And he finally agrees to at least have a meeting about it with whoever is interested, but who would be interested because he's a complete nutter, but big surprise. A lot of people actually do show up. Um, so Hogsmeade weekend is coming up. That's when they're planning on having the meeting. There's still no word from Sirius. Uh, the trio does meet in the hogshead because no one will overhear them in a totally silent pub, right? And uh, is Harry up to the job? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just want to say that I forgot to mention something that I super wanted to mention, and that is if you're looking for places to donate, if you have the funds, ah. make sure that you check out the National Bail Fund, Black Visions Collective, your local chapter of NAACP, and your local chapter of Black Lives Matter. And I'm done. Thank Perfect. you. <laughs> I had to hold my mic so I can get closer to my computer because my contacts are not letting oh, me. <laughs> poor little thing. So I'm summarizing the second half of this chapter. And I'm going to tell you by starting with <laughs> Harry is not pleased with Hermione. But once everyone is settled, she begins her into into what? <laughs> intro. Ah. Uh, intro (laughs) (laughs) begins her intro into what they want the group to do and harry has to interject with basically like yeah voldemort's back and uh, i'm not gonna try to convince anybody that he's there it's basically something he's not gonna talk about what happened that night and he's like you can leave if that's what you came for then they talk about the things he's done there's this there is a discussion of it and zach smith is being a richard and harry's friends defend him they make sure that the meetings won't clash with everyone's respective practices how often should they meet who knows and uh, where they might be able to hold their meetings without being found out Hermione has them all signed a piece of paper actually it's a piece of parchment (laughs) (laughs) so she knows who to tell about the first meeting and off they go back to the castle with Ron finding out his sister's dating someone it ain't Harry love is in the air she's what okay I'm done just get ready. She's, She's gonna, in love with the boy. Gonna mm. date and marry your best friend. Mm. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> he, she's gonna date and marry Hermione? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm here for that. I, I think, would. <laughs> I think Ginny's better suited for Luna, personally. Agreed. 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 I like that. Okay. So. All right. So. <laughs> all right. So drink. <laughs> Harry is numb by the amount of people that came to this secret meeting. So he's sitting there. He's watching people file in and he like can't move pretty much. Everyone's chatting. They're getting their butter beers from Fred and they're all giving their money to him because he's like, I don't have galleons for this. Soon you will. And he could not imagine why and for what all these people would show up for. And then he thinks that maybe they're hoping for a speech of some kind. So he like, as soon as this thought pops into his head, he like rounds on Hermione and says, what have you been telling people? He said in a low voice, what are they expecting? So Hermione tells him that, you know, they they just want to hear what you have to say. But Harry's still furious and he tells Hermione, like, he's, I'm sorry, he's still her, he's still furious, but Hermione tells him, not to worry because she's going to be speaking to the group first. 
So Neville's here. He says hi to Harry, but Harry doesn't say anything back because he's so nervous and he can't talk. His mouth is dry. Plus, Cho had just smiled at him. So Cho's friend was sitting next to her and she had reddish blonde hair, not a Weasley, and she didn't (laughs) smile. Instead, she gave Harry a mistrustful look, plainly saying she didn't want to be there at all. Then why are you there? Bye. Peace. Like, Cho. As Alana would say, peace. Peace out. (laughs) Peace out. Like, honestly, like, that's... Don't don't make people go to things that they don't want to go to and say no. You can say no to things. It's healthy. Yeah. But so, sometimes it's true. also nice if you like you don't necessarily want to do things, but your friend is like afraid. Like be supportive. That's me one thousand percent. Me being the afraid friend. This is all not time. her case though. I agree with you. But also I true. think Joe is maybe like a little nervous to go by herself because she's so unlike with Harry. I'm just saying. It's a very high school thing to do. I like someone. Do you like but, like them though? But like, what? I don't want to like, can you come with me? So we're like, not. I'm not going alone to like hang out with these people. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's more than that with Cho because like she sees what happened to Cedric and she really does want to learn on top of like just oh no first no 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 i agree yeah what i'm saying though is like she was going there yes She's always surrounded by like a group of friends though yeah. why doesn't yeah. anybody else want to go are they like hard nose maybe, maybe they know how to say maybe no she didn't tell know. anybody else maybe they don't and trust Marietta harry just her best friend and then she turns out to be a little sneaky well, sneak maybe they think he's nuttier than squirrel poo as well marietta's a snake base basically she's a snitch. snake don't be a marietta Ooh. Oh, I like that. She's sorry if your name's Marietta. I'm so sorry. Scoundrel. I know. I was just like, Ah! what can I do? I have to like make new words for a lady in (laughs) trouble. I like that a lot. So in twos and threes, the group settles down. They've got their drinks. Everyone's looking excited and curious about what's going on. And, you know, Luna's looking dreamily into space like a Luna would. Classic. Yes. Luna. Oh, Luna Lovegood, she's just, she's just so good. She's just a Luna. So soon the chatter died away and every eye is on Mr. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I'm Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Singing our song all day long at Hogwarts. So Hermione then stands up to speak. And even though she speaks up all the time, this is most like it's one of the most intimidating things to do is to speak in front of your peers. Yeah. Wait, did you guys see what they said in the chat that they think maybe Cho's group of friends have abandoned her because she's so depressed? <gasps> oh, that is You're sad. A horrible friend. Yeah. Woof. But honestly, like 15 year olds are the worst sometimes. You're not wrong. If you're 15, be the best. Be so nice. Don't be a stinker. Don't abandon friends. Yes. Be 15, be a queen. <laughs> I mean, I've known Megan for like 15 years. I'm still trying to get rid of her and she won't leave. So I, I get oh I get them trying gosh. to leave. <laughs> She's like Zigrindilo. <laughs> I just grasp on tighter think, the harder she tries to get away. I think I've known you for 15 years. That's and that's literal insanity. Isn't that's it like kind cool. of gross to be like no. 15 years ago I met Megan? It's like, wait, You're I was blessed. I wasn't blo- born like 15 years ago, which is a lie. I feel like I wasn't born 15 years ago. You've but known I her for half your life. Oh my! When did we start high school? 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I had just turned 15 when I met you. You were blessed to have these I don't years. know if you were 15 not, or not, but like basically like within days. don't remember. Or maybe it was before my birthday. So it's been 15 years. It was regardless. spring break-ish, wasn't it? Yeah. time yeah so probably before my birthday which whenever still for when was 50. easter in 2005 let her look it up <laughs> she's gonna go to a calendar i'm it gonna keep talking date at this go time so like i said honestly speaking in front of your peers is one of the most intimidating and difficult things to do and i said Totes. i would die on this hill. it was before our birthdays it was march 27th nice that's so. great Makes i'm sense. glad I <laughs> we, we were both 14 but like Almost 50. Let's get waffles to celebrate every year. (laughs) Dude, I'm here for that. Okay. So the group focuses their attention on her, but the group's eyes are darting from Hermione to Harry. And I just see this as like, if somebody were to make this into like a comedy, it would be like, yes, (laughs) everybody looking back and forth. Mm. So Hermione says, well, um, you know why you're here? Uh, well, Harry here had the idea. I mean, Harry had thrown her a sharp look. I had the idea that it might be good if people who wanted to study defense against the dark arts. And I mean, really study it, you know, not that rubbish that Umbridge is doing with us. Hermione's voice became suddenly much stronger and more confident. Yes, mm-hmm. because nobody could call that defense against the dark arts. Here, here, says Anthony Goldstein. And Hermione looked heartened well i thought it would be good if we well took matters into our own hands Yes, and of course there's going to be some pushback right there's going to be somebody challenging them and that first person is michael corner go sit in a corner michael corner (laughs) but he brings up a point that's not the main point so he says you want to pass your defense against the dark arts owl too though i bet said michael corner duh well, yeah. Thanks for the information. Like, not the important part of this conversation. Correct. I want to make sure that I survive. So, of course I do, said Hermione at once. But I want more than that. I want to be properly trained in defense because, because she took a great breath and finished. Because Lord Voldemort's back. Game no, change. No stutter there, Hermione. <laughs> yes, said yes. it. Said it. He's Her- back again. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to Tell all y'all friends. Seriously. So Hermione saying Voldemort's name is a complete game changer. Like I said, this is not Dumbledore, a powerful wizard saying this. This is not the boy who lived. This is a peer saying it. Not for recognition, yeah. not to feign bravery, but because it's important, because it's factual. She is brave. She's so brave. She's so brave right now. I just like to think, if you think about not giving him, like you're saying, like, fear of the name, what is it saying? Only just increases means like, fear of the name thing itself. Yeah. And I think that it's also dismissive of him, but you could say that about mm-hmm. people in real life, say their names. They're people. You know what I mean? The people that have been killed. He who must not be named, call him what he is. Stinking lake filler. That's what we're going to call him. And I think, like... With with Harry and Dumbledore's never not said his name, you know, and Hermione and more people now be, be saying more of his name. And he, I think, likes the fact that people are afraid to say it. Well, that's why he tabooed it. Because he knew that only people who Correct. were serious about standing up to him Correct. in seven. Oh, let me twist this on them. You want to be brave enough to say my name? You deserve to be killed and put in my lake. So I'm going to taboo this. I'm going to find you and you're dead. Lake. Yeah. Lake. Yeah. I literally just listened to this in Deathly Hollows today where um, Harry said Voldemort in the tent and they all get captured. And now they're at Malfoy Manor, which is really hard to listen to. Mm. But um, it's been a long time. It's going to be really emotional. Uh, Kate, 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, so of course, hearing the name Voldemort made a bananas reaction out of everybody in the group. And I have an article. So the different meanings behind Lord Voldemort's many names. So this is from wizardingworld.com, formerly known as Pottermore. Wish you were Pottermore again. <laughs> R.I.P. for <laughs> Six for sadness. Maybe it's not surprising that the wizard who earned the epithet, he who must not be named, had such a complicated relationship with his own title. Harry's introduction to the artist formerly known as Tom Riddle, that was good writing, <laughs> came from Hagrid, but with the most of the wizarding world refusing to discuss the self-styled Lord Voldemort, it was Dumbledore who first named him for us. It all gets so confusing if we keep saying you know who. I have never seen any reason to be frightened of saying Voldemort's name, he told Professor McGonagall at the beginning of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Later, he explained to Harry, fear of a name increases fear of the thing itself. As feats of defiance go, it might seem a small thing, but given that inciting fear was a key Voldemort tactic, Dumbledore's casual treatment carried a certain kind of resistance. Yes. But if Dumbledore's <laughs> resistance was yeah, yeah. at least initially subtle, Voldemort's was definitely not. Tom Riddle. Hello, Tom. It was foolish for you to come here tonight. Tom Riddle foolish. inherited. <laughs> That's one thing I love about Harry. Like he flat out's like, hi, Tom. What up, Tom? I'm going to kill you. Oh, and I love when Dum when Dumbledore calls him Tom. Just straight yeah, up, yeah. Tom. I just it Tom. kind of like brings him a yeah. little bit back down to earth and like he thinks you know Voldemort thinks he's so cool it's like a and you're like yes <laughs> <laughs> he's like cutting him down at the knees you know it's like yes. you're not anyone special your name is Tom yeah you are Tom so we know that Tom Riddle inherited little from his witch mother and even less from his muggle father he would go on to kill one exception, of course, was the name given to him from an early age. Riddle took against this. There are a lot of Toms, he told Dumbledore irritably in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. There's a lot of Sarahs. I don't take offense to it. The traditional Aramaic meaning of Tom <laughs> is twin, as in Tom Marvolo Riddle was such a singular character. Perhaps it's not surprising that he disliked this common first name. Still, when Riddle arrived at Hogwarts, it was his mother, Merope, Merope, whatever. I still like Merope. Tom's mom. I'm going to say, mom. I'm going to say Merope because that's how Jim Dale, Jim says, Dale it. says it. I, I, I call her Merope. 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 All right. You got it. <laughs> who was the focus of most of his disdain? Discovering it was actually Merope who gave him his magical heritage doesn't seem to have done much to soften Tom Riddle's attitude towards her. But his response to the revelation that his father was a muggle was absolute. Dumbledore believed it was this discovery that led him to assume the identity of Lord Voldemort. Are you okay? Tommy's mommy. <laughs> More commonly known as Merope. <laughs> Tommy's mommy. <laughs> Also, Mia, that was oh, Brandon. Mia Tom's said, "Mom, not to yeah. be confused with Timmy's grandma." <laughs> <laughs> Although realistically, they could be the same person. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Oh. I'm pretty sure that they are actually. Oh my god, I'm dying. That's hilarious. <laughs> it also doesn't help that I had a daiquiri. Holy moly, <laughs> my cheeks are warm. <laughs> so are mine. So Riddle's dislike of his own name shows that how he held himself apart even as a child. It continued to act at Hogwarts where he rejected every aspect of his own story except for the parts that suited him. Oh, weird. Wouldn't expect Ooh. that at all from Except him. for the parts that suited him. After all... 
It was by mixing his wizarding and muggle names that he created a new name, Tom Marvolo Riddle, becoming I Am Lord Voldybits. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Voldemort was everything Tom Riddle was not. Choosing to style himself as a lord was a bold move, but from the outset, it gave Voldemort an identity that was far from common. That new identity was also original based on as it was Riddle's given name, J.K. Rowling has said that she invented the name Voldemort in its French origins, vol meaning vari variously flight or theft, de or d meaning of or from, and mort meaning death, give it a sinister backstory entirely in keeping with Voldemort's image. Whether his name was intended to foreshadow his attempts to fly from death or not, it's Mort that is the cru crucial bit. With his army of Death Eaters and his disregard for the lives of people who stood in his way, Voldemort was all about death and lakes. So he who must not be named slash you know who slash the Dark Lord. So many names. Too many oh, yeah. names. Considering how much he thought he put into Voldemort's name wasn't actually used that much. Even 11 years after his apparent defeat, Hagrid struggled to voice it saying, gulping gargoyles, Harry, people are still scared. He wasn't the only one. Ron's reaction to hearing Harry say it shows how widespread the practice was of not using his name. I'm not trying to be brave or anything, saying the name, said Harry. I just never knew you shouldn't, said Harry in Philosopher's Stone. I love that. It's so, mm -hmm. like, innocent. Mm. Different times than different times. So it seems that um, Dumbledore's words to Harry about fear of a name increasing fear of a thing itself were true for most of the wizarding world. What? Uh, Wizarding world, she said. Wizarding world. Wizarding world. <laughs> Wizarding. So the reaction is so back. Sorry, Hermione said Voldemort's back, right? So the reaction is immediate. It's predictable. Cho's friend shrieks and slops butterbeer down herself. Terry Boot gives a kind of involuntary twitch. Padma kicks his boot like Patil <laughs> shudders, and Neville gives an odd sort of yelp. That he managed to turn into a cough, so it <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> All of them, however, look fixedly, even eagerly, at Harry. So now more people are going to be challenging them, right? So we made a bold statement. Push back. Let's go. So first up is a blonde Hufflepuff boy. Where's the proof? You know who's back? Hermione responds that Dumbledore believes it. Which the wording of this is kind of weird when you think about it. Dumbledore believes it Dumbledore said it you know what I mean yeah but really he he didn't see it so I think she's saying like hey yeah words she's saying words <laughs> she's saying that Dumbledore believes Harry because at this point in time Harry Dumbledore has on, on the light Voldemort. side correct Harry's yeah. the only one on the light side like Malfoy like him? little Malfoy like Draco knows like he has to know he's back you know little what I mean Malfoy. Well, little Malfoy. <laughs> I'm sure that he's a tiny Malfoy. I'm sure at this point, Snape has confirmed it as well with Dumbledore, you know? Well, yeah. So, yeah. But, but not it, that they even know all, that. All, yeah, all, of, all of that aside, the way it was, the way I interpreted it when I read it, it was like, well, Dumbledore believes it. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. like, come on, be more Dumbledore confident. It, so I believe it. I just wanted her I to believe be Harry. more confident in this. So, yeah. I, I wonder, though, if, like, a part of her is, like, yeah, she's being confident. Yeah, she's standing behind her friend. 
but maybe there's a teeny tiny little tic tac size of her that's thinking like almost like yes they're going they're going to go and do whatever they need to do to fight but there's also maybe a part of her that doesn't want to have to do it you know what i mean that doesn't make her a bad person that just makes her human yeah we're like yeah she's gonna go do it but that doesn't mean she's happy about it doesn't you know mean, what I mean that she wants to go and risk her yeah, life yeah. like mm-hmm. anybody would obviously choose the option of not having to risk their life for something but if you feel it's in the best interest for the, the world good. yeah then what is you that will called? you have to choose between what, what is, is easy and what, what, is, what, what is right, right and what, what is, is easy. easy i got it backwards but i still said the same well, thing well we corrected you so you're I welcome. got you, sir. I got you. <laughs> so anyway, so this kid, this blonde kid, blonde Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> Alert the presses. It's a mean Hufflepuff. I got some words about these puffs, but we'll so, get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> so this kid is like, so you mean Dumbledore believes Harry? Ron for the win says, "Who are you?" I love him. <laughs> Zach Smith in the hole. <laughs> 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 like about this person it's a british wizard that attended oh. hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry if you want to know more about zach smith go, go watch puff go watch please, puff. Yeah. please. <laughs> honestly he's probably some of the best stuff in puffs is zach smith yeah for sure hilarious which is saying something because zach smith is such a little jerk in the book he is in like, puffs too, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah, but at least he's like funny. About it. You're la- yeah, you're laughing. Yeah, you're like about laughing it. with it instead the of being part, like, "God, you're such a jerk." Like, I wish we could go see it now, but one, no one's playing anything anywhere. But like watching them, watching people on stage. This is one of my favorite things to watch about like comedy things. Is like an SNL kind of thing where like the person that's doing yes, it is so yes. funny and everyone else is cracking up and they're trying not to. Yes. Um, and they do that. They do that in puffs, and like that gets me laughing even harder. <laughs> So it what? genuinely so funny. Should we watch that tonight. One of my yeah. favorite SNL skits of all time, where that happens, where they kind of can't keep one of them kind of can't keep it together, is Adam Sandler and Chris Farley doing Lunch Ladyland. And when Chris Farley starts like ballerina dancing around um, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler like really starts to crack and lose it. So I'm pretty sure there's one skit with like um, Chris Farley where he's like talking about being down at the river. Um, Van down by the river. Yeah. Well, like he, I think when he didn't mean to break, like there's something in it, like he didn't mean to break the table or something, and they just like, oh, where he jumps it. on the um, <laughs> coffee table. Yeah. yeah. David Spade is in that skit. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So Zachariah Smith is a chaser on the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, member of the DA. Um, he abandoned the DA instead of fighting with them during the Battle of Hogwarts. Katie, what is with your puff? Wait, who did? Zacharias Smith. I don't know that guy. That's what he ain't no puff. What a joke. He must have bounced. He sucks. (laughs) 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 It even, well, it does say this. Zacharias did not fit the normal Hufflepuff sorting as he showed selfishness, disloyalty, and cowardice while most Hufflepuffs are loyal and kind. I'll just say that my two least favorite puffs ever are probably Zachariah Smith and, and Ernie Mac. <laughs> no, I just Ernie Mac. Ernie Mac. Basically the Miz. <laughs> Another puffs reference. Dude, they're you guys. so good in yeah. puffs. Well, Gold. maybe not Zachariah, like but like yeah. Ernie Mac is. <laughs> Ernie Mac's cool in puffs, but otherwise. <laughs> so 
we'll see this later on, but Smith is openly critical of Harry's teaching. He scoffs at him when Expelliarmus is one then of the... Then why is he there? Leave. Because no one's one hear holding you here. All about, go. you know what? You'll talk about it. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't he go and get sneak written across his head? I. That's kind he of what I like. I think that a lot of people were there to hear, not a lot, but I think some of them he were there, there to hear Harry to hear. When there's an accident, people want to turn their heads and look. Correct. Is it my turn? We don't, I don't really want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to. We'll talk about him later. So anyways. So, Zachariah Smith <laughs> believes that the group has a right to know exactly what makes Harry say Voldemort is back. Hermione tries to stop him and says, this is not what the meeting is about. And then Harry interjects because he's had enough. Go but like, what, what, like, why do you deserve to know that information? Nobody he, does. He doesn't. He's, exactly. yeah, he's a nosy rosy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I feel like Harry puts him in his place. He does. I'm here to talk about it. <sighs> so at this point, Harry then like realizes why so many people came, at least in his mind. That's what he is deciding. I truly feel that there was maybe only like two people that were there for that reason. No, I would. Oh, to hear about that. Yeah. I thought you meant like in general, like only two people there to like hear about the defense thing. I was like, no, because all the weasels no, and that's more than two people. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> about like the Cedric, like details. I feel like Zachariah Smith was there and like mm. Marietta agreed to come, but she also was probably just curious and was like, mm. yeah, sure. I'll come see what he says, you know? Um, so Harry's, Harry's thinking that this is why people have come. They want to hear what he had to say about Voldemort being back. And he says, what makes you say Zach? I'm sorry, Zacharias. Hold on. Why did I, am I reading this wrong? I think I typed with this passage wrong. What makes me say, you know, who is back? That's right. Oh, Harry. Okay, yes. Harry is saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I got so confused because I thought Zacharias was saying it. Okay. Harry says, what makes me say, you know who is back? He asked, looking Zacharias straight in the face. I saw him, but Dumbledore told the whole school what happened last year. And if you don't believe him, you don't believe me. And I'm not wasting an afternoon trying to convince anyone. Oh, because yes. let me tell you, sometimes it's not worth your effort or your breath. No, or your intelligence or your time. So Zacharias basically asked for a freaking play by play of Cedric's murder. And Harry has just had enough. If you've come to hear exactly what it looks like when Voldemort murders someone, I can't help you. Harry said he basically tells anyone who's there to hear about that, that they need to leave. And he shoots Hermione an angry look because he's basically blaming all of this on her. And I really feel for her here because like she really was just trying to do a good thing. And I think that she just completely overlooked the whole idea that people would come to hear about that because she was so focused on learning because I mean, that is her, her brain goes to learning. Mm. That's just like, that's Hermione's brain. We all know this. She's very focused on absorbing information. She wants, she thought that this would be a great idea to have other people come and learn from Harry. And that was her focus. She didn't even think that there would be people that would want to come to hear Harry talk about this because like she doesn't have any qualms with believing him. I think that that's a little bit of a fault with Hermione though. Yeah. Later on, I'm talking about she's a little bit narrow minded with things. She can be. Mm-hmm. Um, No, she can be. And like Harry does. He does have a right to be a little bit upset about it because like she should have seen this coming. But also at the same time, Hermione's intentions were good. Um, The road to hell was paved with good intentions. Right. 
So Zacharias is basically just being a little jerk. And like, it's not Hermione's fault. Like Zacharias is just, he's, he's doing this on purpose. Like he wants to try to get Harry to talk about it. He's pushing his buttons. This is like his end game, you know? Um, so Hermione takes over by basically saying they need to figure out how to work this, where to meet, how often, how to do it, etc. But then someone asks Harry, and this is when the conversation turns a little bit more positive. Um, and Susan Bone speaks up. Susan <laughs> Bone. Another pop. She's ruined for me. Honestly, God, I just see her. Pops, go watch it. It's very funny. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch it like tonight to just bring myself a little bit of joy. Like I'm totally doing it. I'm totally doing it. I'm Susie Bones. <laughs> well, like the girl that plays her is she's not a girl. She's a woman. She's, she does it so Madeline well. Madeline like, she's, so, she's, yeah, so she's so good. Funny. She's my favorite. And when she walked out of the stage when we went to go see it the last weekend, I so wanted to say something, and I totally We're got like, she also has a great Harry. Yeah, Harry. Yeah, <laughs> no one understands Harry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Susie Bones speaks up and says, "Is it true that you can produce a Patronus?" Harry's like, "Uh, yeah, a corporate. I always say this corporal. wrong. Corporeal. Oh yeah, Cor- corporeal, corporeal Patronus. Say it three In- times fast. Corporeal. A real Patronus. Corporeal. No, that is corporeal. No, Patronus. Fast, 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 fast. Corporeal, corporeal, corporeal. Um, and he's like um do you know madam bones (laughs) because like that is in his mind he goes and he's like oh that probably is how somebody would know that because that's like the only person i've told that to is at my trial um so that's when we find out that this is susan bones and she knows this because madam bones is her aunt and she was at his trial wasn't she the one that like spoke up yes and was like very adamant like Dude, like he's innocent. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are we here? Why are we holding a full court? And Mr. Weasley something mentioned stupid something like that. I think Somebody about say, how like he expects he would have expected that from her or something like that because she. Somebody she's, say order in the court. Order, order in, in the, the court. court. I'll have a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> Um, so at this news, a lot of people sound impressed. They're like, there's like murmuring. And Lee Jordan is quite impressed by this and basically is just like, I didn't know you could do that. Blimey. Dean Thomas then, says that line in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blimey, Harry. <laughs> and then Fred and George say something too. how they're like, oh, mom told us not to bring it up because you have enough attention or something like it that because like, like they knew about it. As much as people don't love Molly, some people don't. I think you're wrong. That just is like such a nice mom thing. Like, don't ask him because he's already been bothered enough. Like, leave yeah, him alone. Not not yeah. <sighs> so then Terry Boot speaks up. Is he a Ravenclaw, right? Terry Boot's Ravenclaw, I think. Anyway, um, he asks, why didn't you look him up? <laughs> I am. Did you kill a basilisk with that sword in Dumbledore's office? A portrait told me last year. He's a Ravenclaw. And Harry, a horrible picture of him on the internet. Yeah, it is a very digital picture. And Harry's like, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then Neville pipes up and he's like, and in our first year, he saved the Sorcerer's Stone, but he says it wrong. And then Hermione corrects him because it's a Hermione thing to do. And then Cho. Ooh, Cho. Hey, Cho. Cho. What up, Cho? Um, and she goes, and that's not to mention all the tasks he had to get through in the Triwizard Tournament last year, getting past dragons and mer people and acromantulas and things. And Harry, I think at that, kind of like puffs himself up a little bit. And is like, hmm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love the scene though in the movie because he's like, yeah, sure, it sounds great when you say it like that. I just, exactly. it's one of yeah. my favorite scenes. It, he's, it's acted very well. Mm-hmm. And I, 
And he kind of, I mean, he says something similar in the book as well. He's like, look, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be modest or anything, but I had a lot of help with all of that stuff. Um, and then Michael Corner, who gave him a little bit of crap earlier, was like, no one helped you with those or not with that dragon. That was a seriously cool bit of flying. Yeah. I would like Harry in book seven when he's thinking of running away without of his friends. You know what I mean? How he's thinking about leaving mm-hmm. to remember the fact that, yes, he's had help and he still needs help. And you can't do it without Ron and Hermione. You cannot do it without Ron and right? Hermione. Well, the trio or nothing. Yeah. Trio I, or bus. Third or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> When they when he says like that, all that stuff like sounds like so much like cooler than yeah. When what you it really say was. it all like that, well, Ron says the same thing when he gets the sword of Gryffindor out of the icy pond. Yeah, and Harry's like talking back to him about like what they can say to Hermione because you know Hermione is livid. <laughs> Do you think she brings it up when they're fighting? Do you remember oh. that time you left us in the tent? Guaranteed. Years ago, Hermione. Let it sure. go. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. I think that's a big fault in all three of them. Um, is that sometimes they don't know their own worth? Yeah, and right. that's true about people. In but that's like fault. a common. 100%. That's a common. That's a very much like a, fault in people, yes, which is yes. not a bad fault to have, but no. it's pretty common. I'm pretty much the best, so I don't know what you're talking Are about. Are you Ernie Mac? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Mac. <laughs> um, so Tiffany Ohm. Tiffany Malley. Susie Bones speaks up again and says, No one helped you get rid of those dementors this summer. <laughs> summer. <laughs> Which is true. And she's again talking, again referencing to the thing that her aunt probably told her a ton about because think, of Harry's trial. Do you think that that's like supposed Illegal? to be illegal? Yeah. <laughs> probably. Right? You probably can't HIPAA? discuss that Do stuff. they have HIPAA? Well, right. HIPAA is for hospitals. Health. <laughs> but something similar. OSHA? But in like, whatever. OSHA is for like work, work environments. <laughs> Somebody I think, come up I think there's, a, something there's like a lawyer, um, not patient, because that's in my mind, lawyer, client, confidentiality. Yes. I feel like there's definitely something where like she probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah HIPAA Susie is for the medical that, community. Um, and then, gosh dang, Zachariah Smith again goes. <laughs> Are you trying to weasel out of showing us any of this stuff? And I say, isn't he a Hufflepuff? Shouldn't have said weasel. What Truth. is wrong with him? Well, no. that definitely oh, triggers Hufflepuff Ron now, doesn't it? No. Because Ron goes, <laughs> here's an idea. Why don't you shut your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Which is just the best. Um, I love that you don't add what Fred and George say. I, you know, as I was writing it, I was like, should I? And then I'm like, probably not. I thought it was funny. Read read the chapter. What did they say? Something not kind. That's very unkind. Yeah. Basically torture. Yeah. I did say that they defend and it's funny, but Zachariah Smith goes, well, we've turned up to learn from him and now he's telling us he can't do any of it. And then that's when he can't. Right. And that's when Fred and George defend. And it's funny. Um, And then Hermione goes, the point is we agreed we want to take lessons from Harry. How do we do it? Wouldn't be funny if Harry's like, I don't want to give lessons to y'all. How about them apples? <laughs> if I was Harry, I would be like, okay, I'll give lessons to everybody here except Zachariah Smith. GTFO. Okay, bye. You're yeah. now. <laughs> look sketch. Get out. <laughs> Every time somebody says that, I think of ta-ta for now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so 
All right, so. <laughs> all right, so. There's a general murmur of agreement, all except for Zach Smith, but he's a little too busy looking at George because of scary things he may have bought at Zonko's. For more info, read the chapter. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So Hermione continues and she's like, all right, next question is like, how often do we meet? She's thinking maybe like once a week. And immediately Angelina Cho and Zach, who are all different houses, are like, it can't interfere with our Quidditch practice. And she's like, okay, like she's very impatient. Yes. How many times a week do you think that each team practices for Quidditch? At least I think once. it depends you think on it's just the, once? You know, I think it should I think be it depends on the I feel like it would be at least twice a week. And then like, how do you yeah. know if they like overlap? Right. So like you have to book the pitch. Right. Yeah. But like, how but are like, they going to okay, find a day? Four, it's going to okay, be like so 11 o'clock at night, meeting the room requirement piece. There's, <laughs> there's what, seven days in a week. There's four Quidditch teams. So that would be eight, t- eight times there's people practicing out there if they all do it twice a week. Yeah. And so, they probably over, they probably are like more than one in a day. Well, yeah. Maybe on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. But you also have to take you have to book cons- it. You have to book it. You got to take into consideration like, you know. Homework, Hogsmeade, other Who's activities. Hogsmeade? I don't know. This is more important than Hogsmeade. Quidditch is. We're everything. fighting for a revolution. It's time to stand up for Quidditch. Say on a no for D- Dumbledore's army. For Dumbledore's army. <laughs> Ready? Katie, you can keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. I just never know when you guys are going to stop, which is fine. Um, so Hermione is pretty impatient. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to find a time that suits everybody. Like, I don't care. But then she says, you know, this is rather important. We're talking about learning to defend ourselves against Voldemort's Death Eaters. So good on her for being like, yeah, I know you love Quidditch, but this is kind of maybe going to be life or death someday. Yeah. Like, Voldemort's back. We need to be serious about this. Wrong. Right. Yeah. And Ernie. Yeah. You won't care about Quidditch if you're no longer with the living. Exactly. If you're in the lake, you can't play Quidditch there. Because guess what? Well, actually, think, according to my research, <laughs> I don't think Tom cared for Quidditch. He seemed more of an intellect. Is That's there like the a, intellects can't play Quidditch? Is there like I a water polo like a Quidditch? Always a Moidaware. I do say this. What'd you say, Cass? Is there like a water polo Quidditch <laughs> they can play in the lake? <laughs> do you think they ride Thestrals? Oh, God. <laughs> Yes, because I cannon. don't know anything about water polo. Do the they? Dementors are the or is that just polo that they ride horses? Ooh. What's water polo? This got real dark. You don't know what water polo is? No, it's kind of like volleyball in the water. Yeah. Do you have to like kick your legs consistently? Yeah, yeah. you have to. It's no. a hard no for me. Same. I've never made it to the deep end <laughs> of swimming water. lessons. Can't swim. I got I up to the volleyball is the best. Don't you think? I don't know. Volleyball I've only ever heard it from you. I've never watched water polo. Or like yeah, I've never watched water. water. Listen, I don't think. I think it's literally kind of like. The inferior. Um, like your jokes. Like polo just without horses. I always assumed they were horses with them in the water. I They're on know. pool noodles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pool. It's pool. like no, this, I, this well, stick horses. I played water polo before, and you definitely do not have anything holding you up. You have Dude, to. I would it says I... water polo is a competitive. This is Google, a competitive team sport played in water between two teams. The game consists of four quarters in which two teams attempt. I don't know why I'm saying two teams like that. Two teams, but attempt to score goals by throwing the ball into the opposing team's goal. The so water like polo is typically played in an all deep pool. With your arms. So pool. So players cannot touch the bottom. Literally, as someone that doesn't. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I can, I can safely water. swim. 
but literally I never made it to the deep end and I've almost drowned twice in my life. So I don't would not be playing. I that love game. treading nah. water and I nope. try so hard to get Katie to let me teach her and she won't let me. Can I, I ask I you why? It's like a challenge and I like it. Why? Why? It's she like wants a to good teach workout. Me? No, it's like a good workout. Oh. Yeah, it's I a good like workout. But like. Body. It does, but I've never in my life heard anyone say, I like to I will say that. We typically hang out. People. I'm not going to lie. Do we not? People. And I I tread water. Like, I'll like. People use that to say that they're barely getting by, and it's something that you equate to joy. She loves it. I like it. You're such a snake. (laughs) Are you a water snake? Uh, Well, I don't know. She's a danger pool noodle. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes. Oh gosh! Danger pool noodle. That's I like your babe. I am I like so it. funny. <laughs> we don't have any pool noodles. No, we don't. We should pool noodles. Tomorrow's a pool day. <laughs> where uh, where were you in your three sentences? Ernie I, Mac. Ernie Mac. Mac. Oh, she's halfway done. I'm halfway All right, through. Okay. So Ernie Mac. Ooh, who, she's halfway done. Ooh, Katie's on the path. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kate. Talk about Ernie Mac. So Ernie Mac, <laughs> I got problems with Ernie Mac. Oh yeah, is yeah. he not like mac and cheese? Is that why? He's not Maybe basically the best. That would be a huge he's problem not. for me. In the book, he's not basically the best. He's very pompous, and I, can't I don't be care for him. anybody who doesn't like mac and cheese. I used to not as a kid, but that's because Did I didn't understand a lot real of mac and cheese. Like allergic to milk. I don't, don't care. Like Whoa. Soy milk. Um, down, I'm just noodle. saying vegan mac is delish from it Annie's. Is. You use almond milk. It's the it's only vegan mac that's actually good. Annie's vegan mac. Just the little bunny. I have that I won't say, but um, I'm not a huge mac and cheese fan. And that's one of the things that people request me make a lot. Because it's good. You make it because good. Because your mac is good, but not as good as mine. But it's pretty good. It depends on who you ask. I'm not going to get right. in on this conversation. I'm just going to keep going on. My Katie, you know okay. who's Let better. Katie yeah, talk. <laughs> Guys, all right. So Ernie Mac decides to be Ernie Mac, and he barks out "Well said" to Hermione, and then he goes on to say that personally, he thinks this is all really important, possibly the most important thing they're going to do all year, even with their OWLs coming up. You know that kind of sound reminds me of a politician. Hmm. Well, you know how they would say that, like, "Oh yeah, well said." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, because he even like goes on to like he like looks around and like expects everyone to like cry out like yeah for sure but no one does so he's just like trying to be goes on. minister for magic or what and he's like I don't get why the ministry this is actually good at what he says he's like I don't get why the ministry gave us such a useless teacher at such a critical time obviously I'll tell you why obviously they're in denial about you know who but to give them a teacher who is actively preventing them from using defensive spells so it's nice to see that outside of the trio like clearly it's not hard to see that Umbridge is like suppressing them but it's mm-hmm. nice to see other people being like what the heck's going on yeah and acknowledging it that's yeah. an important piece so Hermione's like, well, we think the reason Umbridge isn't training us properly is because she's got some crazy idea that Dumbledore could use the students as some sort of private army. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink. This may be later on. Um, and she says that she thinks that he's going to mobilize them against the ministry, which like I just it makes me so angry. <sighs> You're not that important, Fudge. You're easily replaceable. But like with Dumbledore... Uh, this is actually kind of maybe a little shady. I was going to say, what do you use kids? Because he does kind of use Harry. But like he has a Order of the Phoenix behind That's him with adults, you know? But also, like, Katie. Agreed. <laughs> like, you're not worth Dumbledore's time. 
Yeah, probably just exactly. not worth your time. I mean, if things. he wanted that job, he would have taken it. He well, wouldn't have had to take it. He would have had it long ago. And Dumbledore's done nothing but help Fudge. And like, mm-hmm. he's never shown anything like, I'm going to mm-hmm. take over the ministry. He doesn't want that job. And yet Fudge is just like so insecure. Well, when you receive that kind of pushback about something that you're so incredibly scared of. Right. That's true. Goodness gracious. Open your Fear eyes. does a lot of wonderful-ish, not being sarcastic things. Mm-hmm. Okay, start your book. So, <laughs> Luna then pipes in with the fact that Fudge has his own private army, and people are like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> um, and she says that he has an army of heli- heliopads. 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 Is that how you would pronounce it? I believe so. And Hermione's like, "Uh, no, he does not." And so she's like, "Uh, yeah." And basically, I wanted to tell you that heliopaths are. Spirits of fire. Like the little lizard from Frozen 2. Probably. Super cute. Spirits on fire. Oh my god. (laughs) So um from the book, she's just is just Luna is describing them, but then she gets cut off. But she says, Great tall flaming creatures that gallop across the ground, burning everything in front of. I would assume in front of them, but she gets cut off by her money being like, nah. Mm. They're not real. Mm -hmm. Um but if you look it up on the fandom wiki thing, um, I just wanted to point out that the etymology, it says heliopath appears to derive from the Greek helios for sun and the suffix path from the Greek pathos. I don't know if I'm saying that right. For sufferer combined to form one. Wow. Sorry. Cannot read because of my context combined to form one who either practices a therapy or suffers from the sun. Um, so that that was cool. Also, googling it, so like they come up with pictures of um, a really cute sweater that makes me like people are like cosplaying as Luna. So there's like in a in the Harry Potter like knitting book or something. I think is what it's called. Uh, you can find a pattern to knit a vest. Like a, it's cute. Because <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, it's cute. Something that popped up when I googled it. Um, and Hermione claims that they don't exist. But Luna disagrees and her Hermione asks her for proof. And then another quote from the book says, there are plenty of eyewitness accounts just because you're so narrow minded. You need to have everything shoved under your nose before you. And then she gets Ooh. interrupted by Ginny, who's I think just trying to keep the peace because um, she doesn't spot on um, Umbridge impression. So I can get back on topic. But I think that's like a thing with Hermione is she needs to broaden her horizons a little bit just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Hermione in the Deathly Hollows. Denying, 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 mm-hmm. denying, denying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's one of her like downfalls. Well, Dumbledore counted on her to slow Harry down with that. He knows how logical she is. Yeah. And Dumbledore sometimes it's Dumbledore. lovely to be logical. Well, but then on other times. Here's my thing. Because this, this makes me think of people with faith. And there are some people out there and it mm. is perfectly fine for their people to be like agnostic or atheist. Right. What is not fine is for you to push it any any of them whether you believe in something or don't right but like why she's basically like looking down on luna being like that's not true that's not true that's not true where's the proof yeah and there are people that do that to people that believe things i just you know it's just say great and move on agree to disagree um so luna no luna jenny does her hem hem impression of umbrage that is literally so spot on that people like got a little a little nervous 
Um, and so they continue to talk about the meeting. They kind of decide that they'll meet once a week and they'll take into them being Hermione will take into consideration their Quidditch schedules. And um, now they just need to decide where they'll hold the meetings. And this kind of silences the group. So Katie Bell brings up the library, but Harry brings up the fact that Pence would probably never let them practice yeah, in there. Like, flinging jinxes around it's not gonna happen she won't even let you eat there hermione or not hermione Ginny brings easter chocolate easter eggs in there and madame pence like loses her mind she's like that scary monster librarian from monsters university oh oh my gosh i love that scene so scary this is not me um and so they bring up the fact that maybe they could use an unused classroom and then ron mentions the fact that mcgonagall let harry use her classroom to practice for the triwizard tournament um the year before but then harry's thinking about the fact that she probably wouldn't let them practice there because like you know this is a little bit more rebellious than them just having like a homework group meeting correct like I think that if she found out about it on her own, she probably wouldn't stop them. Mm. But um, I think that if she was told outright, she would. You know what I mean? Like, she could probably, if she found out about it on her own, would probably be able to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, And so then Hermione tells them, she's like, well, we'll figure it all out um, where we're going to hold the meeting. um, And then we'll let everyone know like a time and a place once we figure it all out. And she wants them all to write their names on this piece of parchment so they know who was there. And also, and this is a quote from the book, to agree not to shout out about what we're doing. So if you sign your agreeing not to tell Umbridge or anyone else what we're up to, which is like her basically saying like, if you sign this paper, you like that this is a contract. Uh, don't tell people. And so, um, later we do see that she has jinxed this piece of paper. Um, and then we'll, you know, you're going to know if you snitched, you know what they say about snitches. They get sewn up. (laughs) So Fred then happily puts his name down first. Um, while others didn't seem as enthused, of course, our favorite friend, Zach Smith, doesn't want to put his name down and he literally is like i'm sure ernie will tell me like about the meeting or whatever but ernie himself is also hesitant uh because he's a prefect and what what happens if like this may this list makes it to umbridge or she finds out about it or something and then harry reminds ernie that what he just said that this group was the most important thing that you do this year and ernie does believe that um so then Hermione asks Ernie if he really thinks that Hermione is just going to leave the list lying around. Like, who do you think I am? Uh, and she's not a pleased. She's not a pleased. She's not pleased with that accusation. So then Ernie finally signs after that. And then the next person who hesitates is Cho's friend. Uh, but she did add her name to that parchment. Uh, yeah. And then the last person to sign is Zach Smith. And once he did, Hermione puts the parchment in her bag. And the feeling in the group kind of has shifted now. Uh, like they, they all have felt like it noted, noted in the book that they all felt like they had signed a contract, which is not, I wrote, which is basically what they did. No, that's they exactly, absolutely that did. is actually like ex- exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, 
Sorry, I'm trying to literally see. Like Hermione said, um, signing that was you saying that you won't tell anyone about the group. We later on see the consequences of someone seeing it. And it's noted in the next book that Stink is still wearing across her forehead because uh, Hermione's not playing. So Fred, get at magic. <laughs> Fred, George, and Lee. I don't, it's weird to call him just Lee. Like I feel like you should say Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan. Um, are the first to leave and they, you know, they got things to do, people to see stuff to buy. And then soon everyone is kind of leaving in twos and threes. And then it's noted her, not Hermione. Um, Cho is taking her time, like packing her stuff and like kind of dawdling and her friends like standing next to her arms crossed, like waiting for her, like kind of clucking her tongue being like, come on. Like clucking? what are we, isn't that a thing? Clucking your tongue. Click. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but basically she's like kind of like making it known to Cho that she's like annoyed and wants to get out of there and Cho's like I kind of want to talk to Harry is what you, I'm getting from her doing this right um, and so they leave um, So, her, but Cho does wave to Harry before she leaves Ooh. she turns around and she's like hey Harry bye Harry <laughs> and so Harry. Hermione happily com- come out blah 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 comments that she thinks it all went well as they also were leaving um the hogshead establishment (laughs) (laughs) ron calls zach smith smith a wart not wrong me laugh and hermione says she doesn't really like him either and then this is a quote from the book it says but he overheard me talking to ernie and hannah at the hufflepuff table and he seemed really interested in coming so what could i say but the more people the better i mean michael corner and his friends wouldn't have come if he hadn't been going out with Ginny. and i was like whoa hermione is dropping truth bombs right on ron and he is not ready for it oh my god at all because Ron doesn't know this. Such a big brother. Uh, yes. <laughs> As the one, woman who has two, yes. <laughs> so this is another quote from the book because it made me laugh. It says, Ron, who had been draining the last few drops from his butterbeer bottle, gagged and sprayed butterbeer down his front. Uh, and simply put, he's basically outraged that Jenny's going out with him. Can you just going out with him? <laughs> <laughs> and Hermione says... That's why um, he and his friends came to the meeting because Ginny told Michael, most likely. Um, and then Gin, or Hermione tells him that they had met after the Yule Ball the year before and got together at the end of the year. And then Hermione like no, sees the quill shop. Um, so she goes inside and then the boys follow. And then I want to talk about the quill shop because that's Scrivenshaft's quill shop. And then I want to talk about the etymology of that. If I could read... Which, who knows right now. Um, so this is also from the wiki. It says, Scriven may be a play on the Welsh word, something I can't see or pronounce, <laughs> meaning writing. We should all try and pronounce it. I yes, literally Griffinu. Griffinu. Yeah. Yes, Griffinu. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, is, I literally am looking. I'm like, is that a Y? That's so bad. You should see. I zoomed in on my computer. Oh, my God, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Not ordering these contacts. These are trial pairs. Um. Or possibly the word scriven, which meaning is meaning written in Swedish. And then shafts may refer to the part of a pen, pencil, or quill, which I thought was cool. That is neat. And you can can you go in here and and yes. um, Yeah. It's connected to Wise Acres, and and they have like a small little section that has quills and journals and paper and little uh, wax. Isn't that scribulous? 
Oh, it is called scribulus. You're right. It's called something is there different. Scriven shafts in Diagon Alley, though. I, I think that there, there might be, but you can't go into that one. Um, I, right. I know there's pictures on the wikia. Scribulus. You're right. Scribulus is in Diagon Alley. Girl, I know Scriven about those parks. Is in Hogsmeade. I mean, yeah, Hogsmeade. You're correct, and it's um, just a storefront. So on their wiki, it says like the shop stock includes stationery such as rainbow ink, which I think would be so cool and extra large quills. However, mm. students usually prefer to visit Zonko's joke shop or Weezy's wizard Weezes when it comes to buying special quills such as joke quills or sugar quills. Just fun facts. I want a sugar quill. I was going to say that. I want a sugar quill. I have fun you facts. You could make one. This is yeah. easily completely Puff random. pastry. Hey. Let's do it. It has nothing to do with the episode, but does have something to do with Harry Potter. I have my sugar quill that I used for our wedding photos at Universal still that I put on display on my bookshelf. It melted a little bit. It did melt there. a little bit from the well, heat in our apartment. Well, but have to go back and get a new one. Yeah. I'm here for it. So then Ron asks, which guy was Michael Corner? Um, and basically Hermione is like, oh, it's this guy. And he's like, I don't like him. Oh She's gosh. like, what else is new? Um, and then she he asks about, but I thought Ginny liked Harry. Or I think she uses the word fancy. And so is <laughs> my voice crying. This is year it's five. So, it is so funny to me. So Hermione says Ginny used to fancy Harry, but she gave on up on him months ago. And she's like, not that she doesn't like you, of course. And Harry really wasn't concerned about it at all. And then I, this is totally random, not totally because we're talking about it, but someone on the internet highway somewhere pointed out the fact that like, he doesn't really start liking her until he spent like a significant amount of time with all of the Weasleys before like this coming summer. You know what I mean? And that I think is like his oh, like eye opening being like, oh my God, I, she is a pretty cool lady, you know? Yes. She only gave up on him months ago. It's been a long time. Been a long time. <laughs> Should have lit. Well, don't <laughs> worry. She won't have to wait very much longer and they'll be smooch smooching under the tree. Yeah, but then he like breaks her little heart. Into wow. the chapel and we're going to get married. But honestly, she knows what's up. I think she's like not worried about it. He's him. the chosen one. I think maybe she's like new. She's like, I'm going to marry him. I oh, love these tweets where like, sure. these are people that like, and it's been lately like, um, whoever, oh shoot. Who's the guy that's in American horror story that dated mm. Emma Roberts, Evan mm. Peters. Yes. So someone tweeted years ago, like I'm going to date him. And now they're dating. It might be Halsey. I could be lying. I don't, that's I don't so know. So funny. And like, so, like, like, um, Brad Paisley yes. saw his now wife yes. and father bride and he's like I want to marry her and now they're married with kids stop Whoa. this you didn't know that did you know that Marty O'Malley saw <laughs> did not <laughs> Harry is not concerned about Jenny at all uh, his mind's on Cho everything's coming up Cho um, <laughs> coming up Cho <laughs> and he responds with so that's why she talks now she never used to talk in front of me this makes me think of Rajesh from Bank theory who never used to talk in front of women. Yeah. But yeah, like that just is funny. (laughs) And I can I can understand that. Um, and so Hermione then buys a quill for 15 sickles and two canuts. Canuts. I feel like that's a lot. Yeah. Kind of quill she bought. It's probably the rainbow super duper awesome quill. It's the white peacock quill from the Malfoy Manor. (laughs) What? It's just a feather. It dropped naturally. Yeah, they just pick it up. 
Sell it. So really, it's almost a, like almost a gall- galleon. Is that how you say that? Because mm. it's 17 sickles to a galleon. Yeah, Holy right. mackerel. Um, and there are 29 canuts in one sickle. A quill. One. What is this? Maybe it's like, what is this quill? What is this magic this? quill? What's this? There's quills everywhere. What's this? What's this? Why are they so expensive? No, you could have went. There's writing in the air. Okay, well, I'm not a lyricist. I need you to rhyme. I don't rhyme. I rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Your arms. They have like minds of their own. <laughs> there's a there's a thing a TikTok dance called the skeleton, and I feel like they should go you like should this, do it. but they do something else. You remember those mannequin head videos? You would make me watch that would give me nightmares. The people, oh God, those are scary. <laughs> It was like when those were really popular, she would make me watch everyone she came across and she knew they freaked me out. That's scary. (laughs) Okay. So she buys the quill (laughs) for almost a galleon amount of money. But a wand costs seven. How many canuts? Someone do the math. How many canuts does it take to buy a wand? (laughs) How many? It's 29 times 17 times... Ask Discord. What? 29 times 17 29. times 7. Yeah. 29. Vinny said 47. Times 20. Yeah. 29, 29 times, times 17. 17 times 7. Oh, he kids. 3,451 canuts. Think about how annoyed um, Oliver Oh, Brandon got it. You're like, I have changed. Vinny, Vinny you need to earn my trust back. That was a cruel joke. Can you bring like one of those How many Danny DeVito's is that? Canuts? You can't buy a Danny DeVito. How, we measure a Danny DeVito. How tall is a True. Danny? Like how? Not how tall is a Danny DeVito. A how nut? tall is a Canut? We probably need a whole stack of them. Um, it's probably only like three Canuts to a DeVito. It's pretty short. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so then she tells Ron that Ginny hasn't told him about her dating Michael because uh, he would totally take it bad, and she knows it. Um, and he's like, not sure what you're talking about. He's not going to take a bet or harp on it, which is literally exactly what he's doing. Um, and Hermione then turns the conversation from one couple to another, Joe and Harry. And Harry's like, uh, what are you talking about? Cherry. And, um, she's like, Joe can take her eyes off you. I'm sorry. Say it again. Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> that's their couple name. Well, you can't go the other way because that's like. Not good. <laughs> Harry O. <laughs> do Harry O. Harry O. Harry O. Oh, gif of the most awkward kiss ever. Um, God, but, I looking at it. And I noticed, like, this, this I think is different, right, in the movies, because in the movies, Completely. it's done, I think, after their first meeting in the room of requirement, or am I wrong? Because they're walking along the bridge when she's like, Joe can take her eyes off you, could she? And she's like smiling as she's walking along the bridge. But I don't remember for sure if um if when the th- did they make out? Oh no, the make out is after this. Nargles. Nargles. Um, and then I just like the I like the last line of the chapter, and it says Harry had never before appreciated just how beautiful the village of Hogsmeade was. You deserve to be happy, honey. Ka-choo! Lightning, ka-chow, ka-chow, ka-chow. Ka-chow. 
Give me questions. Oh, do we have lightning bolt questions? Yeah, we do. I've been writing them down. Oh, I got you. You're the best. Oh, crud. I'll look up a joke. Okay. I'm not going to let everybody down. Oh, dang. I didn't even think about grabbing the book. It's okay. I will look party up a Party foul. I'll look up one. It's okay. Super party foul. I'll open a little All right. tabby tab over here and you Hold can do on. your you thing. You just got rid of my enlightening bolt round All right, questions. Go for it. Just call it the enlightening round. The enlightening round. Is this the first one? I'm enlightened. Who asked it? Nope. There okay. you go. Vinny. Did Cho go to the meeting mostly because she likes Harry or because she wants to know more about what happened to Cedric? Both. I think both. I feel like it's a really good combination of both. Yeah. I if, if you were looking at a pie chart, I think that it would not be split equally. And I think the majority of it is because she likes Harry. Really? I would go yes. the other way. Yeah, same. I don't, I, I I don't see think like 70-30. She's into Harry, but she's not like real super into Harry yet. Yeah. She likes him. She doesn't mm. like 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 him yet. Mm, I disagree. That's fine. I don't know. Don't you agree with Sasa, Jesse? I thought you were talking to me, and I was like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Who's Jesse? In, in uh, the Discord. <laughs> I thought you were calling one of us Jesse, and I was Jesse's girl. Sorry. All right. Keisha asks, "When did a friend of yours inspire you to learn more about an issue and self-educate?" Dude, like every day, which is awesome. Honestly, the past week, Jen. like every day. Like she was one of the first people that, like, I met. Oh, I know. Um. While we had a similar upbringing where both my best friend and I like went, we, I did not meet her until college. Like we both went to Catholic schools for the most part. Like I know for until I graduated, I did. I don't, I think, I think she went to Catholic schools majority. And I think maybe a couple of years of grade school, she was at a Lutheran school, but private for the full 12 years. But she um, is black. So like she one has a different, you know, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not existence in life. Perspective. Uh, perspective. And so like she has di- she had different views when I met her. And I would remember like us like having late night conversations where we would disagree about a topic. Um and not fight. We weren't fighting. We were just disagreeing and like having an open and honest conversation. And we still do this now. Um, but like hearing someone else's perspective and someone else that um has a different view, a different perspective and di- different view, like open my eyes more. And I've always been a pretty open-minded person. Um, as long as you literally like, aren't a horrible person. Like yeah. I'm open to like what you're going to tell me and, um, learn. Cause that's my like biggest thing. I, I love learning. Um, and I like to learn new things and I know that people, no one, no two people are the same. So I want to hear other people's like perspectives and what they, why they think that they way they do. And so like, once I really got to college and like, met her and met other people um my little world like got bigger so didn't i help you with the lgbt community in high school well yeah i mean <laughs> no, but, like, I, no i'm just like kidding. i don't know like i don't know if it's just because i'm i i i think that like we in high school had like a different thing because like yeah you coming out to us wasn't like I don't know how it was for you, but like for me, it was just like, all right, my friend's dating a girl and like we moved on and like this was her girlfriend and the, and not to say it didn't yeah. matter to me. It just was like my friend's dating someone and like she just happens to be a woman and that as long as they're that, happy, like, I like I'm happy for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that um, just means that you're like a good person. So. I don't want to toot your horn, but y'all two help me. <laughs> I don't need this pool noodle to blow up. No, a danger, danger pool, pool noodle. noodle. Thank you very much. Anyways, no, but honestly, like you too. 
Thanks. Truly. Yeah, we're pretty cool. No, but honestly, that's awesome. No, yeah. you are pretty cool. <laughs> I'm quite vocal. Or if anybody are knows that already. I don't know. She carries her soapbox around with her wherever she goes. Basically. She's like, should I stand here? Should I stand here? You guys? <laughs> here, here. Meg, no, no honestly, though, my friend Regine really helped me a lot with like the black community mm. and um, yes. mm-hmm. just learning. I thought that I knew a lot, but I really didn't. At and all. that's okay. You educated. And yeah, I mean, I I was never racist. I just wasn't informed about a lot of issues that they had because I was always under the impression like slavery ended, so like it ended, but but it hasn't. Yeah, you yeah. know. So like it's For just sure. um, because you're not living in that, and you you see in the history books. Oh, look! It says that it was abolished. Yay. I would great. never stand for that. And yet, like, it's like, still happening. I would never yeah. stand for slavery. Well, of course. But also, you just need to, like, learn yeah. that there's more. Yeah. And, like, um, I, I've been telling people this for the past week. But, like, just again, just just infer to your friends who are people of color to to guide you and direct you to things to inform yourself because it's just been it's especially this week has been very eye-opening and regine has been a great source and she's also just been sharing a lot of really awesome stuff Mm -hmm. on her instagram that i super appreciate and has been allowing me to find more resources and articles to read um but she's always done that even before this past week like just about a lot of issues about gay issues honestly I and I, I don't know if it's just because um, Katie and I have been together for so long that like I didn't necessarily have as many like issues with obstacles. Yeah, like obstacles, I guess, with like being gay and and like coming to terms with like what that means or like what that reflects in my life or anything like that. But like meeting Regine and Kelly changed a lot of how I view us as a couple, I guess just like resources. Like I didn't do any resource on like how Katie and I, any research on like how Katie and I were going to start a family. And like Regine was just like, Oh my God, here, I have all of this. Let me give it to you. And I was like, Oh shoot. There's a lot I need to look up. Yeah. (laughs) Had no idea. And like, she's just been a great resource for that. So she's awesome. I love her. And I love Kelly. Yes. Um, I will say this a couple of months ago, like I would say between six to months ago to like a year, I had seen someone on my Instagram post. They're like, if your Instagram looks like you, like you need to diversify. And I never thought about that before. Cause I follow a ton of different people. Um, and like, that was something that like, I need to see more people. One that do, do look like me in the sense where like, I follow a lot of people that, um, are, something I aspire to or people that like might look more like me in the body that they have, or like people that, um, are people of color or more people that are just supportive of stuff that I, um, are already, am already supportive of. Yes. So like, I want, I like slowly more and more diversifying, like, um, following people that like, I want to hear what you're going to tell me. And it not necessarily something I, I knew already. So like, I just want to follow more, make it more diverse. Um, yeah, that's good. Advice. And like literally things that like I want to hear and people that are uplifting. And um, so far I've been really pleased. And there's some people that I've started following. And then, then I'm like, you know what? They're posting a lot about stuff that like is not relevant to me or relevant that like meaning like hair products or like 
doing like stuff like that. Like, I don't care. Hair products meaning like I have very curly hair. I don't need for you to tell me how you blow dry and flat iron your straight hair. Stuff like that. Like not saying it's a bad thing, but like there's just some people I'm like, oh, I really love your content and I want to see more of you and they don't look like me. I like that. Content creation is my jam. It's my favorite thing ever lately. And I agree. I need to diversify my social media as well because you just tend to cling to things that are comfortable. So Mm -hmm. like you want to see people who have a body shape like yours and like see their confidence to pull confidence from them. Mm -hmm. And like, that's great. Like you should do that as well. I wasn't following a lot of people that looked like me in that sense. You know what I mean? Cause I yeah. obviously am a plus size woman. So I'm following a lot of people where like they're shopping at places where I will never fit into their clothes. And it's disheartening so, like, sometimes yeah. to follow these people and be like, Oh my gosh, look at this cute outfit that I found. And then like you go and look on their website and you're like, Oh, it only goes up to size 10. Yeah. Cool. Or like, I, I, sometimes <laughs> I don't always love to follow people that are like sharing a lot of like crazy expensive things because like, same show me something you bought at target and yeah. like how you styled it because I can yeah. afford that. That's, yeah. I, yeah, you know? I follow a couple of people who do a lot of like Walmart clothes, like yeah. looks and stuff yeah. like that. Amazon, awesome. whatever. Yeah. 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 Dude, Amazon clothes are actually Legit. awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. I bought so many nice shirts. Sometimes they're not. Well, it definitely depends. You got to be careful. Um, yeah. But their Amazon wardrobe, which I've never done, could be a great thing because you get, get like five items and then try them try on. Them on. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, But yeah. Katie, I don't think you answered this question. What was it again? <laughs> do you um like when have person. you met somebody who like helped you just do undo on them? Oh, oh oh i said like every day pretty much but maybe the first person <laughs> the first person that ever made me like really reflect on my life was someone that meg met on her college program and she like enlightened us both to like oh Taylor? my life yeah my life doesn't have to be a secret just because I'm dating a woman. Oh, and then that just like blossomed into exactly who I am today, which I could not be more thankful for. So yeah, Taylor and Katie instance. really like they were our Regine and Kelly when we were first coming like, out. Oh my God, I can hold hands in public. What? I Seeing hope you never couple. felt like that with me because no, no but I didn't just, with you. The just only in, like, thing general. is that not I wanted like... them to know that like I was way more important and wanted to be the star <laughs> of the show. <laughs> not to like make it sound like you didn't do anything for us. It was just like no, seeing another too, it's different gay in couple out in public being themselves yeah. for the first yeah. time. Like living in Cleveland, it's not something you, that you see everywhere. Yeah. There's sometimes where like I'll spot people out and like not to like stereotype or anything but like you can kind of tell like you're like oh look they're together like that's cool honestly or certain cities or like pockets of cleveland yeah Yeah. like more diverse areas of cleveland but like um i think it's better now it's a lot more common down in orlando like a lot more common and that is where we lived when i met katie and taylor so like seeing them out and about in the parks Um, And being away from everybody else that we knew at that time, like gave us the confidence to be who we wanted to be. And then actually before going down on my first college program, we still were like in the closet to literally everybody except our close friends. So like Sarah knew, obviously, and then our other like friends from high school knew, but like our parents didn't know or anything. I mean, my mom knew, literally, but like at, she at their know. wedding, her, Katie's cousin was like, so when did you find out? I was like, uh-uh, when they were dating, uh, like from the beginning. And then her like, cousin was oh. like, oh shoot, I found out like two years ago. And it's like, yeah, 
<laughs> but like, yeah, so I went down on the college program for the first time and I met this couple um, and I hung out with them all the time. And like whenever Katie came down to visit, it was just so refreshing because we were able to like be who we wanted to be out in the open anytime and not have like any worries about it at all. So then as soon as I moved back from the college program, that was when we came out to everybody because I was like, I can't go back. Yeah. I like I can't go back to doing that. Yeah. So like that was super pivotal. Um, but then like being a couple for a very like long period of time and then meeting another gay couple, that was like the second step of the like formation of like us as a couple, you know? So it was like, we had like Katie and Taylor when we were first like blossoming as a couple. And then we met Regine and Kelly when we were like sure of ourselves, but like still learned a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it was just like. Yeah, that was a really good lightning bolt question. So, I also want to but definitely not answered like a Regine, lightning bolt question. They're very good about being vocal and like help educating people. And like they're not, I don't know. I just love they them. They never like, talk down to you. No, like never. they're just so, I don't know. If you love Kelly, listen to Kelly and I have, it was so funny, Regine's like, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> have a podcast. We have episode. an episode on a Felix Files where we literally <laughs> talked about Harry Potter. It's, I just, I love them to pieces. Kelly's so. not the biggest Harry Potter fan, so that's why it's funny. I don't think it's not that she's not a fan. She just, she just doesn't, doesn't know a lot about it. it yeah. like Which we is, do. Yeah. She appreciates it, but yeah. it's funny. Do you know what I want people to be able to take away from me? Go for it. I just want to. I just want to get this out there. I want get people up to know on that box, Tiff. That it is. It is just fine and okay and possible for you to be a Christian and believe in science and believe that love is love and believe that black lives matter and all of these other things, because I don't believe that I fit what someone would say would be a Christian mold. But you should be like the ideal Christian. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like that is in my eyes, like that is Christianity. Like it's acceptance. I'm Christian too. Absolutely. I'm a gay Christian. Yes. It is a thing and it exists. Yes. And like, it's okay. So I get it. Yeah. I like just want what people you're to know preaching? that like you can you can you can do that. Yeah. You can be a Christian and you can support and love and that's what you're supposed accept. to do as a Christian. Yes. Love. That's literally what you're supposed to do, and it's just been so twisted. It has the golden been. rule is love your neighbor. Yes. Yep. And if you're the standard. I'm the standard. And science, guys. <laughs> science. science rules. Science rules. Honestly, I think I mostly identify with that it, with Jesuit. And how science fits in yeah, with our faith. Yeah. And I just think, you know, come on, come on. Just wanted to say that. Like you, you can have all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. Tiffany, you're the best. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> um, Courtney asks, who invited who? Like, how did Zachariah Smith know about the meeting? He overheard. Oh, did they say that? Yeah. He's dropping. He overheard oh. Hermione talking to Hannah and Ernie. I'm Ernie so Mac. glad Ernie you listened Mac. to me when I talked. I got you. <laughs> she was so upset with you for having a larger part than her. I mean, Sarah don't had blame a me. Book. I had a short story. I think you had like, <laughs> you had a poem. <laughs> I think she had a haiku. haiku. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh that Zachariah Smith, though. What a sneak. All right. Maui Potter. What is your favorite Harry Potter video game or just favorite Harry Potter game? Video game. 
Prisoner of Azkaban on the GameCube because you could ride hippogriff, ride hippogriff, ride Buckbeak around. It was super cool. Sorcerer's Stone on PC, man. Never played that one. So good. <laughs> I didn't play any Potter games. I, I don't you didn't play, play any Potter video games? games. No. Hey, you played Wizarding World app for a while. Because you know what for I was doing? I was playing bit. Ocarina of Time, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart. Do you want to know what you should Mario actually play outside as a kid? Genuinely, well, like, I didn't. So I, I just say this I played way. Lion I, King in the field chasing sheep. What do you I want? had brothers King that would let me play games. Game. <laughs> no, I was talking about actually. I pretended to be a lion and I oh, chased I actual sheep, no pretending they were animals. My grandma had the Lion King game in her basement, <laughs> and all I could remember is like. It's a hard game, Katie. If Katie can't beat a video game, it's hard. She can't beat that video game. I never tried to beat video games. I was gonna say, Tony Hawk. You should get. Oh, dude. Tony Hawk. That's a good here. game. Let's Gosh. just talk for a second about Tony Hawk because if he tweets the best tweets, like someone oh. will be like, "Hey, you look like Tony Hawk," and he's like, "Yeah," and like, "Do you know who you look like Tony Hawk?" Can't be you. Like, it's just so funny. Funny. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Tiffany, I was gonna say that you should get Harry Potter Lego on Switch because it is a fantastic really game. Good. It's probably that honestly probably is my favorite Harry Potter game. How and much is it? I think it's pretty cheap. I feel like I you can say, get I don't think it's I don't think it's like the No. 60. No, I think that you can get so it it used to be two games, one through four, four. and then yeah. five through seven, but now I think you can get one through seven for like thirty bucks. I have a Lego game for it's my fantastic. What's the what's the one that goes like this? Yes. Thank you. God, can you leave? <laughs> she did like a clamshell motion. <laughs> Um, okay, next question is from Jesse. What is one thing that the lady on your left is great at but chooses to believe they are bad at? Go around the circle. Well, this wall right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tangled ribs. Oh, what was the question? She's All great. I caught was left, and then I was She's like, I'm great talk about at the holding wall. up the house. It's a dusty wall. Okay, so they're talking about the Lego games in the chat, and I just want to say all of the Lego games are fantastic. Star Wars, good. Indiana Jones. It's 50 bucks. You know what we used to play as kids with Star Wars? Oh, they were like chasing games where they were they, like, not chasing. It's usually on racing. It's usually on sale. Yeah. 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 Chasing games, technically. <laughs> they would be like, like racing in the things. Okay, so the question is, what is one thing that the lady on your left is great at, but chooses to believe they are bad at? Go so around the Tiff circle. To so Tiffany to Sarah. Yes. Correct. That is who is to your left. Yes. I didn't know if we were doing it. Tiffany goes first. About Sasa? Yes. Yeah. This is going to get deep. I don't like Sweaty. when I have to hear things about myself. I know, right? <laughs> you think your toots smell good, but... <laughs> say that no i wouldn't say this all good spit on myself (laughs) okay no you debbie yourself a lot you're beautiful intelligent you know how to read (laughs) i mean it depends on the day i am halfway more than halfway through a new book (laughs) i think you're very good at most things that you do which is something that not everybody can say not everybody yeah you're like it's not like you're you're good at one thing or you're mediocre so are at a you lot of things. saying that I'm not good at anything. No, I'm, just, I'm saying okay. that I think you do a lot of things very well. I agree. 
And that's not something that you find with people. And you don't even have to try that hard. You a Renaissance oh. gal. Cause that's what just... Marty calls himself. He's like, I'm not great at anything. He's like, I'm <laughs> good at a lot of things. Hey, I'm that's like, not bad. You are... I think you do very well in a lot of different areas and you don't give yourself enough credit for it. And I know that you know that. Oh. Deep down. I think it depends on what it is. See? But thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Turdball. Oh my god. <laughs> so Katie, I think the one thing that you're very good at doing um is being like a listener and giving mm. really great advice. You think I give good advice? Yes. Ooh. I think that you especially on like hard topics um that it's almost like you take a step back, you like really think of what to say. Um and I think that's a really good thing that you do. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Meg. Hmm. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You're the best danger pool noodle I've ever seen in my life. You do not give yourself enough credit for how creative you actually are. Mm. Like some days you'll embrace the heck out of it, but then other days you're like, I'm crap at everything. And you're not. Like you don't you don't have enough confidence in your design because it's actually really great. I have a lot of bad design moments. <laughs> but you're really good at it. <laughs> Think there of how many Microsoft Windows like, there were before, like uh, the first one came out. <laughs> oh my gosh! So my window window panes. <laughs> Change your Discord <laughs> name to Danger Pool Noodle. Oh my god! You should. Um, thank you. I appreciate that, and you are a thousand percent correct because that's definitely something I say all the time. <laughs> I'm like uh, Meg. We've talked about this forty times. You're I'll be like, the- I can't apply for that job. I'm such a crap designer. I say that all the time. Oh but god. anyway. Um, Tiffany. Talk about me. (laughs) I think that sometimes you feel like you get super caught up in emotional things, but you actually handle them really well. And I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit for that. I agree. I agree. I think it's the teacher that comes out on you. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. It's like you feel like a lot of times I can tell that like you feel like you're really overwhelmed emotionally, but then like at the end of the day, you you nail it. Super handle it like super well. Are you talking about these? <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings. Actual tears. It's one thing like I want to get better at is like I, I'm a super emotional person and I want to tell myself like it's okay to like cry. I just hate crying in front of people. Feels. It's just but, hard like, to. Sometimes. I think because like I think I'd be crying like 90% of the time and not just because like I'm like sad or like upset but like I have happy tears. I'm laughing till I'm crying. Things like I'm just, I think like there's that one episode of, um, when, when once her face was on the Ellen show talking about sloths and she was like, Oh oh my God. There's like a thin window. She's like, Oh, where I'm not crying. She goes, I'm too excited. I'm crying. I'm too sad. I'm crying. (laughs) Like that's me. Yeah. (laughs) And that's one thing I want to get better at is just cry, dude. Just cry. Just Just do it. Just do it. Oh my gosh. The past like week when we've been watching all these documentaries and stuff, Katie will just look at me and she'll be like, Are you crying? I'll be like, No. That's my favorite thing <laughs> to do crying. is point it out, which is probably me. And I hope she knows that I'm only joking, but are you crying? She's like, Are you crying? And I'm like, No, I'm not what crying. What did I just watch that was making me cry? I got everything. Literally, I cried commercials. Oh my gosh. Today so I watched the first episode of the docu series on Netflix called When They See Us. 
oh my god <laughs> it's great emotional. you should watch it but it's super emotional because it's about the four boys in 1989 who are wrongly convicted of rape in harlem um for black boys and it is um a great thing to watch at the time to help you understand some things so mm-hmm. it's great but a bad situation yeah and i totally cried while i was watching it so anyway <sighs> Sam asks, if you had to do someone else's job on the podcast, whose would it be? Someone else's job? Yeah. The only one I'd be decently good at would be Tiffany's because I can't draw a straight line to save my life. <laughs> so if you wanted squiggles, I'll draw. I could do that. Squiggles and flip. <laughs> Tiffany's a very, very talented artiste as well. I saw what you did For at what? Toledo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there was crazy good it was really cool wasn't it yes yeah i the super mario wall i did in our dorm this is i don't know if we told you about all of that this was tiffany in my life before i even knew tiffany was going to be in my life so i lived on the third floor of parks tower and they wanted to do like a mural of some kind and we were all it was so great that year that freshman year was so great so we were all like gaming nerds and i was like looking at the the cement and it was just like bricks and i was like that looks like pixelation from the original super mario i was like let's let's just do super mario so we did like i sketched it out and we all like helped paint like mario like jumping and like that's awesome goombas and stuff and it was all like the block design on the cement blocks that's awesome that's pretty cool it took forever but I will good. say this though, like if I had to take over Tiffany's job, um, my my attitude and demeanor, I'm either really good with like kids Alana's age, so not first graders, or like older kids. I feel like, um, because yeah. like I don't know, like I'm I'm seared because I'm not a super patient person, but like with little kids her age that are like it's asking different. the same question fifty thousand times in a row. What doing, um, Sasa? What doing, Sasa? <laughs> I like How have do? a ton like this is my favorite age like I love love babies um like my best friend always jokes that like because she loves like kids once they're like in school so she's like I'll just give you my kids she's like until they're ready to go to school you just hand it back <laughs> and I'm like I can't wait although I don't know if she's ever gonna allow me to see her kids because I've been teaching Tiffany's child how to make art noises with her hands <laughs> I mean that's quality skills. I'm like, am I allowed to see your kids? She goes, I don't know. We'll see. I'm like, I bet you they're gonna be so cute though. So like let me hang out with them. Um, but that's like the age. Like I'd be really good with like younger, like little babes. Yeah. So we'll see. Catherine, whose job would you want? Can't say Meg's. Yeah, because it's basically the same thing. <laughs> right. I was gonna say I just I just want to keep my own job because I like doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid answer. If you really love what you do, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's I a cop out answer. It is, but it's totally totally a real cop out answer. If you had to choose, you would choose. Are we teaching. talking about like pod job or like job? I think we're job, pretty job. much the same pod. Like, what do we don't do that much different? You know what I mean? Your job would terrify me because I don't want to touch people, and That's your job would terrify me because I don't want to be around little children all the time. <laughs> so either. Well, either either one, there's sickness. I swear. I know. I know. We'll time. call you the bubble teacher. Oh, they meant pod job in the question. Oh, we all pretty much do the same. Like, we don't really do. I mean. I definitely wouldn't want Sarah's like responsibility of finances. <laughs> oh yeah, but true. No, I no. would take on Tiffany's job of making the docs. Nope, <laughs> I don't want to make the docs. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, and sometimes Katie gets a haiku. <laughs> right. But I want you to answer 
real life jobs. jobs. Yeah. I have a hard time picking between the two of you because both That's of your two things you've explored. Ex- yeah. I feel like I would like both. I, I think you wanted to be a teacher first and then nurse came after. I, I will say, I don't, I don't think you would like working in a hospital. I, I wonder say, if I, I would think the hours too much would kill you. The hours are like when yeah, I switched from yeah. working twelve to from eights to twelves. So that was a huge adjustment. I like, think those four hours. I think like, you're good where you're at because if you knew half of the things that I have to. Oh yeah, endure, you would not do well. Not do well. I think you would just. You'd be leading the teachers' union. Let's just say this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. No, I I like doing what I do, but I definitely have both explored teaching and nursing. So I will say you'd there's be a, a lot to do, like in nursing too like you don't necessarily have to work teach graphic design i know that's what i was saying like i think it would be awesome to go get a certificate to teach it in like a high school do it you could Um, do nursing informatics that's all this computer work for it's essential um hospitals which this is true just gonna get more and more and more even though we're a paperless system everybody still has a chart (sighs) all right that sounds not at all like working. <laughs> no, it's just funny, but like, I mean, smarter. some things you do need to like print out and to have like an actual hard copy, but. Marchismo. Is it Machismo or Marchismo? I missed the Marchismo. That's what I thought. And you threw me off because you typed the name wrong. Sorry. Okay. I was doing it quick. <laughs> um, Dumbledore and Harry have to lip sync for their lives. Yes. <laughs> what song would it be? <laughs> it's Rain and Men. <laughs> Oh gosh! What, can you imagine? I, I I'm sorry, Harry, but Dumbledore would win. Bohe- oh yeah! Wait, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh god! Vinny says I will survive. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we know Harry would win that. Sweet I don't know. Dumbledore Caroline. survived 150 years. Yeah, but in the end, he gets nixed, and Harry comes back to life. <laughs> nixed on his own accord. What else would? Don't he- get it twisted. Um. <laughs> Mm. Single ladies. <laughs> all single, single ladies. All single ladies. I've only ever sang karaoke. Ooh, I want to dance one with somebody. time. Disney karaoke. Brandon, and I the literally ball. thought of that from The Office, where you're supposed to do ah 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 ah, and he does. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> <laughs> they probably changed the rules of CPR since that has come out. Um, when we go to Universal again as a group, we have to take an evening and go to the clubs and do karaoke there. I'm old, and I'm missing this for me being an old person, not people that are my (laughs) age or older. I am too old to go to clubs. You're gonna need to drink some coffee at five o'clock and get your butt there and carry I'll go to a bar. This is I'm old. We all know that my hearing is not great. So (laughs) So when I'm in a in a club, I'm always like, what? (laughs) What? Okay. So the only song I've ever sang is um What? Oh shoot. What is it called? Jackson with um Johnny Cash and I don't know who that What's is. What's her face? Johnny Cash. We got married in a fever. I would, I would do a mean job at some tea swizzle. June karaoke Carter. Man. Thank you, Puff Puff. I said yes. June Carter. We so you were listening to me. I was joking. Jackson. I know who Johnny Cash is. Just <laughs> all right. Next question. I love. I would do Disney. Disney, Disney would be a karaoke, karaoke would be fun. I would love to sing some Sinatra on a karaoke mm. machine. 
I'd love to. I'd love to sing some "You Belong with Me" on karaoke. But like, there are some songs that like you sing because you're like gonna have fun singing it, and there's songs that you sing just to prove to other people you can sing. Yeah, which is not always the case when you're watching people do karaoke. Like, um, like some Whitney Houston songs, like some Adele songs. Like, don't don't sing that at karaoke. Sing like a good fun upping song. Like, I agree. Don't sing. Somebody I used to know. That's why I said That's it's not what I'm trying to What's the song Adele sings? Oh, that sad I, one. Somebody I used to know is a Gautier song. <laughs> Somebody that I used to know. I was obsessed with that music video and I still like to watch it. We were in the car driving together to go visit our friend and we, that's when that song was popular and we listened to it so many times. <laughs> it was a good song. Poor Katie. No, it was a good I song. Say, was, it, was that when we went to... Um, DC. Was it DC, DC, mm-hmm. Annapolis, or whatever? Yeah. And on the way back, oh my gosh, Katie and I right. were the only ones in the car. <laughs> and <laughs> we had a great time. And Megan's like, oh, I forgot how weird Alex's music choices were because she wrote with Alex <laughs> on the way home. And Katie and I were like, we, we were jamming. It was like weird, like disco pop music. Yeah, she listens to like stuff. It was so just bad. and one. Well, I think that was the same trip that we realized that like our favorite Taylor Swift songs were not the same because you're like, I don't always listen to this one. Where I'm like, Taylor Swift song, yeah. <laughs> but we do both really like her like sad croony songs. I love a good sad song. It's sad yeah. songs with Sarah. We all know this. Yeah, that's why I love Adele. Not all that right. all of her songs are sad, but I just but like a lot of them are. I like to sing when I'm singing music, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question comes from Vinny. Which of Harry's achievements mentioned at this meeting were the most impressive? Patronus, I would say. Yeah, I mean they're all pretty impressive. I was going to say the most like relatable, impressive one would be the Patronus, like that they mm. could comprehend yeah. as students. That's, you I know, mean, tough bit of magic. Like yeah. he faced Voldemort. In the ch- not the chamber, but a chamber of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like secretive. I feel like the chamber is so just like out of touch for them. Like they can't even comprehend yeah. what that was. Not that yeah. it's not impressive. Like honestly, at the end of the day, I think killing of the basilisk is way more impressive than producing a patronus. Especially because oh, you're not wrong. Right. I changed my answer. But like to the students, I feel like the Shoot. patronus is probably the most impressive. Or the Triwizard Tournament. Are you just mad yeah. because of Danger Noodle Dine? Yeah, but I don't like snakes, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maui Potter asks, the coolest thing you have caught or found in Animal Crossing? Yes. I don't uh, play Animal Crossing, so I nothing. just caught a great white shark, folks. Oh, yeah. I don't- Look for them fins. They're out now. It's June. Catch some sharks. I have not logged in. It's in been a, a long time. I've been playing Pokemon. Literally, I've been playing Zelda. June 1st, logged in. First fin I found, Great White Shark. Not Finn from Star Wars. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I was like, as Finn soon as I like, her, I like felt it, because you know how like the controller will vibrate yes. when you're fishing? Yes. And it was like vibrating and I'm like oh my god it's gonna be a good one and then it was a great white and I'm like yes she looked at me like so shocked I was like she texted our group text like probably right away it literally was right away my so me and Meg have two (laughs) islands what'd you do this summer cut a great one I cut a great (laughs) one shark Me and Meg are extra of so two islands, and on our one island, I swear to you, every morning there's a sturgeon oh on the one side of the and island. And I still have yet to catch one on our like Which OG one's the island. Sturgeon, the long red one. No, no, it's um, it's super long with like a long snout, and it's only caught in the mouth of the river. Oh yeah, no, I haven't caught that. There, yeah. I 
found a Dunkelosteus skull Ooh. and I put it on display on my island because Dunkelosteus, or as I like to call it, Dunk, were found in the Cuyahoga River. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, that's why that. I really, I really like that. It's an armored prehistoric fish. That's super cool. That's super cool. Yeah. I put together a whole Brachiosaurus <laughs> outside of my museum and it's pretty cool. I have a dino print in Oracle. my house. <laughs> yeah. We're sweet. We're so awesome. Okay. Sam asks, if you were Hermione, what would you do to the person who snitched? I would just let the sneak you know, yeah, that's probably on there for yeah. pretty epic. Yeah, man. I can't get Just any better than that. Uh, Jillian, what would Umbridge say if she took the truth serum? I'm a fake. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, I agree, Kate, but I, holy I moly. savage. Literally. <laughs> no, that was Carol Katie, Baskin. by the way. That was Katie. <laughs> um, the first thing I want her to say is not I'm a fake, but like I'm a fraud. Yeah. I am not a pure blood. I don't descend from pure bloods. Yeah, that would be. I good. want you to come clean about who you really are. Yeah, and you're a toad. You're a toad. I want her to just be like, I'm a toad. Harry's right. I do enjoy eating flies. Or be like, yeah. Okay. Or be like. I'm really spying. I on think Harry she'd Potter. be like, I'm not pure blood. <laughs> That's what I just said. I want to. Well, maybe she doesn't want to kill children, but maybe she's oh, going to be Lord. like, I hate children. Isn't that like Matilda? Doesn't the Trunchbull real that? I really hate children. Okay, last question. Oh, wait, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I really do hate that man. <laughs> last question comes from Fletcher. What would you say to Zachariah Smith? Kiss tell my behind. Burr, burr, Can burr, burr. it, dude? <laughs> I would go. Burr, 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 I, leave. I would do. Burr, burr, leave. <laughs> she would have a megaphone. I'd be like, dude, it'd be like Polly D here. up in there. Right. You weren't invited. Bye. <laughs> She'd be like, get out. Yeah. Nobody wants you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I would probably literally do like what Rhonda would be like. Who are you? <laughs> I've got an idea. How about you shut your mouth? <laughs> Why don't you make like a leaf? Get out. <laughs> All right, Katie, give me that fan story. Fan story. All right, fan this story. This week's fan story comes from Meadow. It's a really pretty name. Oh my God, that's so pretty. Hi, Swish and Flick. My name is Meadow and I'm 14 years old. Mm. When I was 10, my best friend, Harry, told me I should try Harry Potter. No way. Obviously, being as stubborn as I was, I didn't want to since my parents had also said this to me and at the time and still now, whatever my parents said I might like, I didn't want to try. <laughs> After a year of my parents and best friends saying I should give it a go, I got Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone for my 11th birthday from my godmother. Perfect timing. First of all, that's perfect. Second, I got my first two books of Harry Potter from my godmother too. Why are you so cute? Thanks. <laughs> I finally said that I would try it, but I wanted my dad to read the first chapter since that sometimes helps me get into a book easier. That's we were, super cute. That is cute. We were sitting on my bed in my room, and while we were reading it, I began to see how stupid I had been for not picking up the book sooner. Sooner. I felt an immediate connection to Harry in a way that I can't explain. He was my age and didn't have many friends, and best of all, he was a boy. I've never got on well with girls, and the fact that this was about a boy my age whose personality was so much like mine was amazing. I connect with that. That same night, I read the next five chapters and finished the book in about two weeks, picking it up as soon as I had finished my homework every day after school. 
In the next three months, I finished the first four books, but couldn't find the ones after that. But when I did, I finished them almost as quick as the first four. I watched each movie after I had read the book. And as usual, I mm. cried on the last chapter of The Deathly Hallows because it couldn't be over. Mm. From a series I didn't want to read to not being able to find another book that was even a fraction as good, I decided to read them again and got lost in the world of Harry Potter where anything is possible. I made myself a Pottermore account and got sorted into Gryffindor. My Patronus is a dolphin. Me too. <laughs> which is amazing since i now live on a sailing boat wait what, what? that's so cool how awesome my wand is acacia wood with a phoenix feather core 12 and a half inches slightly f- yielding flexibility and my ilver morning house is Puckwudgie. wow i started listening to your podcast a month ago and i'm on episode 36 and i'm listening to four episodes a day to try and catch <laughs> up whoa that's after, a lot of sillies that's mm-hmm. a lot of us mm-hmm. <laughs> after thinking harry potter was over having read cursed child reading every book related to to this amazing world and seeing all the Fantastic Beast movies that are out, I found you and you've started the adventure mm-hmm. again. Thank you so much. P.S. My favorite characters are Snape, Draco, Fred, George, Luna, Ginny, and Hermione. Mm-hmm. My favorite book is six and my favorite movie is seven. Aww. Thank you, well, Maddo. Thank you for that awesome story. Thank you so much. So great. And thank you for coming on this adventure with us again because we're all seeing it in a totally different light too. So I love that you are a Gryffindor. <clears throat> I just want to say that it's funny that Meadow couldn't get into other books, maybe because like the character, like the the hero character, was a girl, and she um, liked this one better because it was about a boy. I was actually the total opposite. As soon as I opened a book and I realized that the hero character was a boy, I didn't want to read it. So that's why I think partially it was really hard for me to get into Harry Potter. Because I always just clung to books Mm. with girls as the main character. Yeah. I don't know why, because interesting. I mean it's whatever, but I I get along better with boys, so I just I don't know what it is. It's like as soon as I would get as soon as I would like read a book and I would realize that the hero character was a boy, I would be like, Oh, I'm gonna hate it. That's so funny. I was always more (laughs) on like the hero side. Let's know why. It's kinda weird. Let's do something because I I need this as well. I I struggle getting into books. Same. And what is that? Like I used to be able to read tons and tons of books. I don't know. I know. I was telling Tiffany, I started a new book. Um, and I'm like su- not surprised, but I'm like happy that I'm like halfway more than I'm more than halfway by more than halfway. I mean I'm like three pages more than halfway. I do better on Kindle um, for some reason lately. See, I do weird. better I with having like a physical copy, but um I also have a copy of this book like on my phone. Um, which is nice so I can read it at work <laughs> um, and be like, I just have my phone reading, which I'm also not supposed to do that much. I, totally but. I just books at work. <laughs> I want people to send us. I want to read. I want to read a series. I want to read a new series. I want to get into it. I got one for you. I know. I want options. You should try his dark materials. I couldn't get into it, but you you might like it. Okay. Other people rave about it. Yeah. Give us some some series suggestions. Oh, Vinny, I cannot do yeah. Lord of the Rings. I've tried numerous I, times. I, I, Vinny, I have as well. I can't do it. I've tried. I so Tolkien wanted to like read a chapter and then listen to As Is podcast. And I, uh, I love The Hobbit. I've read The Hobbit. I love The Hobbit. I cannot get into Lord of the Rings. I just, 
Like I want to get excited about a series again, and I want it to be. Ooh, Q said to Jen, "Yeah, um, gave me a series that I okay. I might be interested." So I'm like, I'm putting it on my list. I will have to look back at my text because it was. The oh, other it doesn't necessarily have like it can be Harry Potterish, like young adult, whatever. I still have my awesome list from listeners Just of all my British chick like, literature books like to read. I fantasy which is my favorite. I love fantasy Story. books. The one I'm reading now. Do you um, like chick I really like. No. What? Does she it's seem like so, a chick kind of girl? But it's just like, <laughs> but do I seem like a chick girl? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, I just like feel like, I mean, whatever. But I just feel like it's just such an easy thing to read. It's like lighthearted, easy. It's a quick read. I <gasps> Such a good just series. Love it. I don't want that. Such a good series. I want to be challenged. So good. What is it? Uglies, Pretties, and Specials. Oh, it's a great There's series. There's a fourth book I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah. I haven't read it. I'm, I don't know. I want to start it all over. I haven't read it. I think, <laughs> okay. I think it came out like, not way later, but like it came out like yeah. after I was. Can you like, guys email them ones? to us or send a, them to us on social media, and we can um af- after together. after this week we can suggest some or into the group. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe keep we'll them start in one a place on Facebook because I yeah or something like that because I'm gonna start I'm not a thread gonna, on I'm not gonna remember. I will tell you guys because I was gonna wait till the end of this this episode of what I'm reading. Um, hold on, we gotta hurry. Yes. Katie, it's look at the eye of the look world. It's the first oh, okay. book in the Wheel of Time series. Um, mm. Oh, I've heard great things about that. Have you? Way better than I thought it was going to be. Like there are certain people tried, that talk about it. On I tried the to internet. pull it. Yeah, I tried to pull mm. it up. Like I bought it like a year ago, um, and I tried to like read it, and I like just couldn't get past like the first few pages. Like, and I don't like. I just had a lot of stuff going on. I think like with, I don't know. Like you know what I mean? I just wasn't like so. I, tried, mm-hmm, I picked it up like mm-hmm, I wanted mm-hmm. to read something like last week, and oh, it's so good genuinely am really liking it so awesome don't look at my screen it's also like okay. 14 or 15 books in this series all right kate go okay joke why was harry potter sent to the office uh, i don't know why kate because he was cursing in class <laughs> oh you. i thought you were gonna say because he had a cursed child little funny <laughs> funny no and i was like all right funny. it's green Okay. Did you guys know that you can follow us on social media? We're Get on out. Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast, and we also have a group called Swish and Flick Podcast Group. You can follow us on Twitter at Swish Flick Cast and on Instagram at Swish Flick Cast. You can follow your hosts, myself and Katie, are on Twitter and Instagram at The Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. And Sarah's on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. We also love doing <laughs> stories on Instagram and tend to go live before episodes. So make sure that you turn on alerts for us so that you can join in on the fun on Instagram. If you love this podcast and want to support us and be a part of our podcast community, you can join us on Patreon. We have different levels that you can donate to every month from $2 to $25 a month. And all of that money goes back into the podcast and we super appreciate every single patron that we have. It also gives you access to our discord channel, the Felix files disc or, um, hangouts every month with some of our patrons and, um, and some more stuff. So check it out. We appreciate you all. Thank you so much. You absolutely. I was going to touch the screen to scroll. This doesn't work on that. Um, do you want to give us a quick yep. what's up with you? Spending a lot of time outside, getting a lot of sunshine, <clears throat> still doing bar workouts, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Zelda, swimming, splash pad, 
Splash pad. Mm-hmm. What else? What else am I doing? What else am I doing? Trying to find a new series. Trying to find a new series. Finishing up Deathly Hollows. Downloaded a couple of new books. Oh, shh. No, I can't, Siri. God. (laughs) (laughs) Be quiet. (laughs) Gemini. Downloaded The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That oh, me the, too. The I need prequel. to read that. Downloaded oh, White it's out. Yeah. Yes. Songbirds I've and heard noodles. mixed reviews. And this is that's prequel. It's a prequel to The Hunger Games. I haven't yeah. read that in a long time. Downloaded White Fragility and Becoming and Star Wars Heir to the Empire. I yeah, if okay, another question. If anybody has really good books about what's going on, please send them to me. I am trying to like save money right now, but I also realize how important it is for me to read something about it. So like if I could pick like one good one to just like get my feet running, I think that if anybody has suggestions, that'd be awesome. Good get thing. your feet get running. Get your feet running, honey. Get my feet running. Isn't it get your feet wet? Yep. Yep. I made up my own and hit thing, the okay? ground running. She combined there we the two. Go. Listen, hit the water, get your feet running. <laughs> Shut up. All right. What else are you doing? Um, we are packing because we're gonna move. But that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying about that. Okay. Yep. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> uh, we have a lot going on, but we are just trying to take time to honestly this. We've just been taking time to like educate ourselves. Anytime I have free time, I'm popping on a new thing on Netflix that we can learn about. I'm researching things online. I'm sending emails to people who can make a difference. And um, that has really been my focus for the past week, like majorly. But on top of that, I've also heard of a really good podcast that is supposed to be great. It's called 1619. Apparently, it will infuriate you about the history that you've learned in school, but it is definitely good to listen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I've been trying to sneak in Animal Crossing every now and then uh, because, you know, (laughs) I got to keep up with my island because that's important. Can't just let it go ruin. There's going to be weeds galore. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just trying to be just trying to educate myself a lot. So good. Also, happy pride. We didn't happy talk pride. about that. Yeah. Happy Pride. Yeah. I, hearing more it's from us so funny it. because 2020 was the year that Katie and I said to each other, yeah, we're gonna, gonna go, go to a pride, pride every weekend because we've never gone to a pride celebration. And then COVID happened. So we'll get it done. Don't worry. <sighs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. I got three words for my life right now. Okay. Into the unknown. Mm. Into the unknown. It's my not saga. What's it called? (laughs) That's your chapter right now. That is literally how I ask Alana which Frozen she wants to watch. I said, you want to watch the one where Elsa sings Let It Go or the one she sings (laughs) Into the Unknown? So today um, I had... Uh, I love listening to music. Like if I don't like there being nothing in the background. So we were eating lunch and I had um, Disney songs playing in the background. And the one that Olaf sings from that movie, she's like, Olaf, that's Olaf. That's Olaf singing. I'm like, it is Olaf. She's so excited. Sorry. Continue. Katie. Do you know what would be no, crazy is to see her. Like if Josh Gad was just in the same room and he started talking to her, I just wonder what kind of face I love she when, would make. Uh, <laughs> Is it Tom Hanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did Woody, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So he's like was talking on Graham Norton's show once. And he's like, a lot of times, like the adults would be like, oh, my God, to their kids. Like, do you know who's like who that is? And the kids are like, 
obviously like when they think of Woody, they're thinking of like the character on the right. show or the movie. Yeah. Um, so we, he'll tell them like, okay, close your eyes. And then he says like a line that like Woody says. Yeah. And he goes, and the kids are always like, <gasps> it's <laughs> There's really a snake in um, my mood. I am not doing much. I, uh, have not built anything since the last episode. Aww. Although I do have a piece of furniture that needs to be built. Um, I am reading, like I said earlier, I'm reading the first book in the Wheel of Time series um, and enjoying it far better than I expected. Um, and hopefully soon I have to like remind myself to do this. I'm going to be applying to nursing school by September. So that's terrifying. Hey. You got this, Sasa. Whoa. I just hope they let me in. So we'll see. Because I just have I'll if if they do accept me, I will start spring 2021. So that's all I got to do. Other than this. that, I'm just spending time in the sun outside. Not specifically in the sun, but like just spending outside. I'm outside. I took a nap outside the other day. Do you know how nice it's been for the past two-ish hours, three hours to be in air conditioning? Truth. It's going <laughs> to be a hard awakening when we get home. You just move in here. Oh, God. But yeah, that's my life. I got to take a test and then I can apply to the nursing program. So. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I would have taken it months ago, but COVID happened and they canceled all of them. So I was like, okay, so I won't be taking you, Not but bad. I don't need to take it anyways. Like I, I have to, um, I have until September to apply. Okay. So yeah, ladies, great. this has been the best. It's been great. It's been grand. I can't wait to go home and take my contacts out. Let's and do it again next week. In again. Let's do it again next week. With yeah. S'mores. With s'mores. With s'mores. With s'mores. What? Some more, some more marshmallows. I've never <laughs> had more chocolate. If I've never had s'more, like, how can I have more of it? I tell you what, I'll actually eat a s'more instead of just eating the marshmallows. The marshmallows. <laughs> I know. Oh, me too. I only ever eat one and then I'm done, but yeah. like the whole experience. Oh, no, is I fun. can have two yeah. at least. Mm. It, they're mm-hmm. too, like, it's all too sweet for me. Mm-mm. You're killing me, Smalls. Such a good movie. <laughs> Throwback. All right. Well, I hope that this episode. Lifted your spirits, opened your eyes one way or another. And we will be back next week together. Huzzah. 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 For Dumbles and Doors. For Dumbles and Doors. (laughs) That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. (gasps) Amazing. My boys. That's a that's a really that's a really cool donkey. Alright, here we go. Give me a Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac. Seriously. Ready. Okay. (laughs) Teacher voice. Teacher voice. I'm getting officially kicked off. Don't want you to feel left out. Sarah's gone. Bye, Salsa. (laughs) (laughs) We're hiring another Ravenclaw, as we always are. Getting rid of Salsa, getting guacamole. Yeah. Guacamole sometimes can be better. The guac- <gasps> guacamole, guacamole is, so is always better. Then salsa disagree, hard disagree. Sometimes depends it, on my mood. Sometimes the guacamole is not good. Goat it cheese guac. How it's made. Goat I guess cheese guac. Made, no. Goat cheese guac. Hard goat no. Cheese guac. Hard no. no. Goat cheese guac. Ew, goat hard cheese. no. Can you not? <laughs> goat, cheese, goat cheese should just stay inside the goat. Yes. I don't yes. want any yes. goat milk. I don't want any cheese made from the goat milk. <laughs> I just want to look at goats from far away. Take my cheese. Goat cheese is so bad. 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 